Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now launching, now launching, the dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T-Bone. I was about to say I don't have any words, but I have plenty of words. Oh, I got words. I got three hours of words. Oh, my God! Some of the words I can't say on the radio because the government doesn't like that. No. But they start with F and end with U. Wait, I know there's a U involved. You know what I mean. Okay. The second word is U. Featuring Panama Ted. Too hot. Timmy Hall. I will rub one on my face. And a collection of profane noises. Coach? No, Dom. I'm a genetic freak. <laughs> And I'm not normal. I want me some glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. Bah! Bah! This is stupid. <laughs> this is man and bone. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thursday. Welcome in. Hello, bone. Hello, man. We're still phlegmy. Oh, phlegmy. But maybe not as phlegmy as yesterday. Also, today is... Name that whole Thursday. A hole. So, mm. we've been doing this for a few weeks. If you've missed it, shame on you. Yeah. Here's how it goes. Um, we're going to, throughout the program today, be reading stories, tales of per- perhaps a holism. Okay. B holism, which is the next step up. B hole. The worst hole you can be is a C hole. C hole. There is a possibility that you're no hole. No hole. So you send us your stories. Tweet us at Man and Bone 971. Text the burner phone 614-787-3093. Maybe it's a, a family tale. Maybe it's something you stole off of Reddit, mm. which is what we'll be doing plenty of. Yes, of course. And you need someone to, to judge. Independent. Is there a hole in this story? Mm-hmm. That's, that's today. That's what we're doing. How you doing, way, Bone? I'm... Uh, <clears throat> I'm that good. I'm very phlegmy. Um, I will say, to kind of get into the news of the day, I feel like we could take one of our top stories for the day, which involves college football and uh, playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that one we could vote on, you know, name that hole, basically. Is that, like, well, I, I think there are some a-holes at least involved in that I story. just, I don't know what we're doing here. So, we fought... A while to get to 12 teams, right? Yeah. And to hammer that out. Not eight. We went right to 12. Finally got to a point just this week, by the way, Mm -hmm. where you had a unanimous decision by all parties involved as to how this was going to be formatted. Uh, Five plus seven equals 12. Yeah. Got it. By weeks, home playoff sites, all of that. Networks, it's been signed, sealed, delivered with ESPN. And now, yesterday afternoon, as we're wrapping up, I start to hear these stories about, well, you know, we also had discussions about 14 teams, and, uh, you know, something could happen there. What? We're, we're discussing that. What? That could start in 2026. What? Why? Yeah, what is right? I, I don't... Why? 
What's it took us five years to get to twelve. Oh, it took you two days to get to fourteen. I I it's what bugs me so much is I I feel like I know where a lot of that's coming from, and it's coming from one conference in particular, and, and perhaps two because I'm sure the Big Ten people are also part of this. But you know the SEC people who are like. Oh, man, we got so many excellent teams down here. We don't want to lose all of them. I mean, man, we got to get like seven or eight of them in the playoffs. And it's like, well, you can't because we got to allow other conferences to have a say or have a voice or at least have a chance to go try to win. And then it, and then it now is becoming, well, if we can't get our seven teams we want in, well, then why don't we just add more teams so we can get all the SEC and Big Ten teams in, which, again, is fine. I root for the Big Ten. But at some point, what was the whole idea behind a playoff? Was not to just say, we know who the two best conferences are. Let's put all those teams in and figure it out. It was to have a college football playoff. Am I wrong? Kind of like what you have in college uh, basketball, where you do occasionally get to see some upsets. You get to see some teams make runs you didn't expect. I know that's not likely in college football to the same degree, but why Why is everyone in this sport instantly, the second we agree on 12, 12 is way more than we need. Do you think that any of the top 12 teams could have won the national championship this year? I certainly don't. I think there was three or four teams that probably have a chance. We're going to let 12 of them in, and now we're already moving on to like, well, maybe it should be 14. We will We will eventually have 20, 24. We'll, like, we'll just keep going. Probably before we even get to 2030, we'll already be up to, let's get 20 teams in. I just I like how it took them so long to figure this out. And we're told every step of the way, you know, it's very complicated. All you peons don't understand all the ins and outs of this. All right? Mm-hmm. This week, yes, we've all figured this out. We're all on board. And maybe 14. And then next week, maybe 16. Sure. I and as long as Notre Dame is instantly in, we're fine. Yeah. I, and how's I, the Rose Bowl implemented? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, again, I could see a team like Tulane going... 14 and 0 or something and they'll be like ah sorry don't think you can get in and 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 again I'm not I'm not here for the two lanes necessarily but why have the playoff if not to settle some of those dumb arguments right when UCF went undefeated and they well that's why we need to go bigger well no that's why you just we need 65 teams 64 no, if you have a 12 team play if you have an 18 playoff you get your five well, now four giant conferences. You get their champions. Playoffs in. three start at large. Week one. Ugh. Week one is when the playoffs start in Ireland. They do, and we don't even play the season. I mean, no, we play the season off. is we, the playoffs. We, no, no, no. But 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 we before the season vote on who the best teams are without seeing any games, well, and we then that's do that the now. No, but then that's the seeding. So if you're like the number one seed, that's starting in August. You're like the number one team in the top twenty five. Awesome. You're just. You're the number one seed. And so then you get to play the 25th seed and then you smoke them and you're just automatically going all the way down. But but somehow everybody is still in charge of their own schedules. (laughs) Right. So dumb. So you're playing a bunch of nothing schools just to keep your seating. Yeah, man. I think the problem with college sports as ever is that we don't know what the actual goal is, right? Mm -hmm. Is the goal to have academic institutions bring their best students that can play a sport to the field of competition to find out who's better on a given weekend. If that's all you want, then great. We we have the wrong system for that. If you are trying to find out who is the best in a certain regional area, even we're not really great at that. 
if you want a popularity contest sprinkled in with some actual football games mixed in with a gigantic amount of advertising revenue. Now that system, we, we think we've got that. So what we have now essentially is we want to find out who the best teams are, but we do want to have voting still because we still want to have polls and rankings because we're not going to let these teams all just play each other and figure it out. We're not going to go centralized scheduling. So instead we got to have voting. We got to have one school play in a tough schedule, one school play in a nothing schedule. We're going to have arguments about all that. They, they want all that to satisfy the media stuff, I guess, but they don't actually want to get to the bottom of who are the best teams and just play these games in a way that makes sense. Oh, and I want to talk about something that I know will not annoy you at all. Oh, good. I tucked in last night and I decided to watch the defending champs enter Miami. Oh, God. Uh, you know, defend oh, their God. MLS Cup crown mm-hmm. last night. I mean, it was opening night. Mm-hmm. They were the feature game. They were the only game. Mm-hmm. And I heard everybody talk about how they were the defending champions, even though they didn't make the playoffs last year. But that's okay, because Messi's there. And what, what I love about it is that Don Garber, your favorite guy, commissioner of Major League Soccer, mm-hmm. actually had the gall yesterday to push back and say, hey, I want to let everybody know we're, we're touting our depth here. We're not leaning in to Lionel Messi like this is the only Messi league. Okay, it's not all about him. It's not all about Miami. It's about all the depth we have. So what do you do opening night? You put the champs on TV, the real champs. No, no. You put Lionel Messi on TV. You go to MLSsoccer.com. It's just a big giant mural of Lionel Messi. Right. You go on ESPN bet. Yeah. And they openly say, hey, the defending champs are playing tonight. Enter Miami. They had a promo bet up for that. And it said, yeah, it said enter Miami was the defending champs. Like I, I missed that. I missed that note. Pretty much every single story written was about Lionel Messi. Yeah, you know, and, and and for years you've been the one telling me that Major League Soccer needs to outgrow bringing in the aging superstar and promoting them like they're the face of everything for the league. Right. And while I understand the popularity of Lionel Messi, trust me, I do. I find it ridiculous that your opening night is a celebration of this guy who's been in your league for five minutes while your champions are sitting at home. Yeah. Well, and even then, I don't I don't know how that works, right? I don't know if they go to Columbus and say, hey, you guys get first pick. Would you like to open on a Wednesday night? Yes. Or would you or would you like to open on a Saturday? It's your call. You, You're go, you go to the Haslam's, you go to the crew and say, you have a choice between being our feature game, the only game on Wednesday night, yeah. or a slate of many games on Saturday, lost in the shuffle? Get the hell out of here. I'd like to believe that they would pick correctly there, but I don't know. I would like to think that the powers that be, either way. That is a that is a atrocious thing. If that is how it went, that MLS said, "Yeah, we're not even going to call the crew and ask them." But I don't, for the life of me, understand why Major League Soccer thinks the good strategy is to, on a diminishing returns, double down. Right? Lionel Messi last year was a big story. He came to MLS. That's really cool. People are surprised that he made that. It was pick. a shocking story. It was a shocking story, of course, but it happened, and you get to see Lionel Messi play. Now, all your fan bases for this next year, they're all buying tickets to go watch him whenever he's going to come to town. So you're going to make a lot of money off of that. The jersey sales, I'm quite sure, were through the roof. All that stuff, great. 
Meanwhile, while all this attention is on your league, wouldn't it be good to highlight something other than the guy who's going to leave in a year or two? Oh, here's the team that won the championship last year. Maybe highlight them, but I'm just saying highlight someone other than Messi and whichever L.A. team is currently good. In this case, it's LAFC. But just wait a couple years. If the Galaxy ever get back, they'll start going back to them again. But outside of that, they really have no interest in marketing their league. All they want to do is market Lionel Messi and whoever's kind of good in L.A. That's it. But at least be transparent about that. Garber coming out saying, we're here. This is the league of depth. We have never been deeper than we are now. Did he say that while he was at the Miami game? Well, that's what I mean. I mean, it's like, where are you making this announcement, Even buddy? if he wanted to prop up Messi on opening night, have Miami go against the crew. Yeah, that'd be something. You could have done that. But again, you'd have to give the crew a home game, which would mean Lionel Messi would start on the road in a tough environment. I don't know if they want that. And I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. No, I'm saying I don't think the league wants that. Do they want to show that, like, hey, the guy that we're all telling you to come watch, go watch him lose to the defending champs because they got a much better team? I don't know if you want. I, I don't. Again, I do. I'm telling you, that's. I'm telling you, that's got to be part of their thought process. They don't. Why do you think they put that game in November? Because whenever that game or October, whenever it is, because whenever that game gets played, there's a good chance either the Miami has already established their playoff position in or out, and enough injuries have occurred that even if Inter-Miami loses that game. It'll be like, well, Messi's done all this other stuff. He's already hurt. Maybe he's out of that game. Who knows? I'm just saying, they don't want to start off the season with him getting annihilated by Darlington Nagby, not letting him breathe. That's not going to work. Buckeye fans will soon get a chance to cover themselves in urine. How about that for a tease right Ooh, off the bat? That's we start. All right. We, I would just want to be clear. We started with MLS. Yeah. And then we went to urine. Yes. Buckeye fans covering themselves in urine. It may or may not be your own urine. It's up to you. All right. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You're looking at a five-minute slowdown if you're on eastbound 70 on the west side between Central Avenue and 71. And a couple-minute delay on northbound 71 on the south side between Greenlawn Avenue and 315. This report is sponsored by Robert Half. Robert Half research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. Robert Half is here to help. Their recruiting professionals use proprietary AI to connect businesses with highly skilled talent. At Robert Half, they know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Not doctors, not lawyers, and definitely not sports hosts. You're listening to Man and Bone. Happy Thursday. So glad you've tuned in. It's named that whole Thursday. But first, T-Bone's going to sell you something. Well, man, let me tell you about my friends at Valley Ford of Columbus. Your Broncos sport headquarters, Valley Ford of Columbus. The selection is as amazing as the savings on these new Broncos sports at Valley Big Bend, Outer Banks, Badlands, those are some of the trim levels they have there. Valley's got them. The Auto Show Month deals waiting for you right now. Drive and compare over 40 2023s and 2024s in that Bronco Sport lineup right now. Also, Valley will not waste your day. You'll get the better deal right off the bat. It's a big reason why I'm a Valley Ford of Columbus customer, not once but twice 
You're going to love the way they take care of you as well. ValleyFordOfColumbus.com to see the selection. Thanks, Bone. You're welcome, man. Let's name that whole Thursday. Tweet us at manandbone971. Text us 614-787-3093. Jackets beat the Ducks last night. Seven goals. Uh, in typical Jackets fashion, they led the game 4 nothing and then gave up that four-goal lead. Mm-hmm. But they they went on to win. Congratulations. I was uh, watching some of that last night. I also flipped on the Maple Leafs game last night. Oh, did you? And I saw Austin Matthews score number 50 and 51 in hey. 55 games <sighs> this season. Jeez. And look, look, I understand that he is... He's a once-in-a-generation type of player. He's a special guy. But, you know, as a Blue Jacket fan, I'm sitting there and I'm watching Johnny Goudreau score goal number eight on the season. <laughs> no, 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 Mike. He's got 15 points in the last 13 games. Didn't you? I saw that. So that's All right. Woo, I'm yeah. just saying he scored goal number eight on the season. <laughs> Good God. And if you're saying, well, I mean, did he play all the games? So, yes, he's played every single game this mm-hmm. season. Yeah. He's not been hurt. There's nothing that's been preventing him from scoring more goals except his ability. No, this is where I this is where I get frustrated with the organization and the fans to a degree of the Jackets, the ones who are always looking for the bright side. When you say something like that, and they're like, "Why are you being negative on Johnny Goudreau? Aren't you glad he's here?" Yeah, I'm. I'm glad the idea of Johnny Goudreau is here. I'd like the actual version of him that we've seen other, you know, in Calgary. I'd like that guy to be here. I'd like that. I'd like some of those numbers to be here so that I know this is a lost season. This team sucks, but the idea was you could go to the arena theoretically, even in a bad year and watch the young talent and then see a magician like Johnny Goudreau doing his thing. And it's not like he's been abysmal, but certainly the start of his year was not great. You, you brought this guy in. There was no conversation about, Oh, I can't wait to watch him pass the puck. No, I can't. No, you brought in a bona fide 40 goal plus minus guy of what, like 64 plus 64. Yeah. His last year in Calgary. That's what you thought you were getting. No, and they've got nothing close to that. No, right you now. get eight goals. Well, there and, you are. But when you bring that up, they're like, oh, you're just why are you guys being so negative? It's like, we're, why we're, are we seeing things with our eyes and then talking about them? Yes. Yeah, man. Man, we're so negative. Listen, I, I would like to believe that the new I'm excited to find out who eventually gets to take over this franchise and run it. And maybe that new person group of people, hopefully will eventually do better than the current regime has done. And I say current because John Davidson is still here. That's fine. Are are they magic? Well, I saw JD yesterday saying, don't worry. I'm not going to be the GM. Don't worry. Nobody wants you to (laughs) who's asking that. Right. I, I don't, I, because he's, yes, because he's currently listed as the GM. He's the one currently running the team. But yeah, I am worried that you're going to still be the team president through all this. Why is that happening? You should not be in charge of this team either. You've been here as well, not quite as long as Yarmo because you left halfway through and then you came back and it's not been the same ever since. So no, I, all right, you won last night. Well, good. Congratulations. Yay. Beat the dogs. Yay. Uh, Johnny, goal number eight. Buckeyes on the road tonight. Buckeyes on the road from uh, the Gophers. Guaranteed victory tonight. Oh? Guaranteed. I'm not guaranteed anything. I am guaranteeing it. That's fine. I'm Because my offspring is guaranteeing it. Today is Samantha's birthday. Oh, Happy yeah. birthday to my lovely daughter. She's seven years old. She is better than me in every way. And I'm excited to see her save the world. No, she's not taller than you. 
That's one way she's not better than you. True enough, Bone. Yeah. You're taller than Cop her. Cop her down to size a yeah, little bit. she can't reach up to the top cupboard and get stuff out, can she? Well, no. Nope. got to climb up on a chair. Yeah. See? Anywho, uh, it's her birthday today. She is convinced that she is the Ohio State men's basketball team's good luck charm. There you go. She has never seen a loss in the shot. She, of course, was in attendance this past weekend when they beat number two Purdue. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, it's my birthday tonight. There's no way the Buckeyes can lose. I did tell her, you should know this team has not won a road game in over a calendar year. Well, she said it doesn't matter. It's my birthday. They would never lose on my birthday. Wow. So when they beat Minnesota tonight. You don't know why. When we start erecting the statue of Jake Diebler outside yeah. of the shot, mm-hmm. put a little statue there for Samantha, too. Okay. Because she's the reason why. Okay. Not the fact that you fired the Holt man. Well, let's, uh, you know what, though? I, I do believe there is a better chance that the uh, the gentlemen Buckeyes get it down the road just because they had that thing where the first game without the new coach was against, you know, the toughest opponent you could possibly dream up for them in Purdue. Yeah. And they won that game. That gives you belief, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't it give some players, I would think, a belief that hey, all this stuff we've been trying to change, it wasn't all us. It was some of it was just maybe whatever was going on, a little friction there with the coach. I don't know. But now that's gone, and we played a lot better last time. You know what else we haven't done in a while? Win a road game. Mm-hmm. That's next on the checklist for this team. So I could see them feeling that extra level of motivation that this will be different. That belief might actually be there. Uh, the women's team's on the road, too, at Penn State, for what it's worth, at 6 p.m. on uh, Big Ten Network. So you got back-to-back Buckeye basketball, if you want to watch. Let's talk about the Buckeye fans covering themselves in urine. Ohio <laughs> State football's November 16th game against Northwestern will reportedly be played at Wrigley Field, home of the Cubs. And it's... And? What? Ur- urine. That's I'm just... Well, people yes, are, and people, home. Yeah. People are wondering where That's the urine comes That's a prerequisite. You can have, like, the ticket on your phone... But if they look at you and say, have you pissed your pants today? <laughs> no? Well, I'm sorry. You can't come in. <laughs> you must be covered in urine to come to Wrigley Field. Yes. So the, just go yeah. ahead. Have another beer right outside on the sidewalk. Piss your pants. Mm-hmm. And then we can have you come in. Also, every 10 minutes when you're inside the stadium, you must turn confused to someone else and ask, what's the score? <laughs> Yeah, because you don't know how to figure it out Covered yourself. in urine. Right. What's the score? How do I get back to my downtown hotel from here? <laughs> That's what right. What line do I have to take? Yeah. So this is... Can I get an Uber outside? If you're not aware, they're tearing up Ryan Field there at Northwestern because they're going to build new Ryan Field. There. Yes, Northwestern has not announced where they're going to play their home games so next they don't, year. So they don't have a plan. If they have a plan, they've not told anyone where their home games are. And Ohio State football plays there. With no known place to play as of now, obviously Soldier Field would be a thought. That might be a place they could play, but it's sounding like Wrigley could also be a spot. It's not, well, it's not going to be all at Wrigley. All their game, It can't be. Well, no, but if they put this one in Wrigley, while that would be intriguing, I'm sure there would be a lot of Buckeye fans who would be excited to say, look at us playing in Wrigley Field. Uh, reminder of how those games have gone when they've played in Wrigley Field, usually for bowl games. They've had to play one half of the field down am i wrong well they did that once they was fixed only- that yeah oh, they, they, fi- they fixed oh, okay, that okay 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 the I didn't first time that. they played there they went there like on game day yeah and said oops we're too close to we the don't brick have enough room here well they i mean they no, the whole field fit it was that the end zone line was basically out of bounds and so they realized 
if we run out of bounds, we're going to smack into the wall. Yeah. So they no, now, they fixed that after the first time. All right, good. Well, that's they at fixed least the configuration. That's a slightly slight improvement. Anyway, so November sixteenth, the report is Buckeyes Northwestern at Wrigley Field. Notre Dame fans are happy. I'll tell you why. Coming up next, Colin Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Traffic is moving slowly on southbound 270 on the east outer belt between Livingston Avenue and I-70 and a couple minutes slowdown on westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and 70 and about a five-minute delay on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 17th Avenue. This report is sponsored by WeBuyAnyCar.com. Before you sell or trade in, find out how much your car is worth at WeBuyAnyCar.com. They make selling your car fast, safe, and fair. Get your free online valuation now at WeBuyAnyCar.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back when I was banging, this show slapped. Whatever the hell that means. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Thursday. It's named that whole Thursday. Tweet us at Man and Bone 971. Text us 614 787 3093. I think we need to discuss uh, our gal, Angela, who makes cakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she I have... sent us a series of threads where there may be a hole involved. Oh, yeah. Let me pull this up real quick. Before, because... before we do that, okay, you, you pull it up, I'll tell you this story. Yeah, yeah. I'll pay off on my tease. All right, go ahead. Uh, Notre Dame fans are happy today because it comes out that Jack Collinsworth, who did Notre Dame play-by-play on the TV Mm -hmm. last year, uh, will be out. So it's one and done for him. He's gone. Dan Hicks will replace him with Jason Garrett. Uh, Look, Jack Collinsworth could be the nicest guy in the world. I have no idea. Here's what I do know. He sucks at his job. He's terrible. Look, we can poke fun at nepotism and look, Noah Eagle doesn't have any pubes. Noah Eagle is like 10 million times better than Jack Collinsworth. Sure. I, I could say that perhaps Noah Eagle got a look earlier in his career than others might have of course because of did. who his dad is, but he is, he is undeniably a better broadcaster than Jack Collinsworth is. I didn't understand the Jack Collinsworth stuff to begin with, number one, because most people can't stand his dad. Like, there's a lot of people who just watch Chris Collinsworth and go, this guy sucks. I don't like him. And his dad is not someone who's a trained play-by-play broadcaster, right? He didn't... So, where, like, maybe as a kid, you're traveling around with dad, learning how he does his craft. You're learning how dad does a bad version of his craft that everyone kind of acknowledges is not nearly as difficult as being Al Michaels or whoever else he was paired up with in his career. So... Maybe Jack Collinsworth can say he learned from all those guys like Al Michaels, but uh, you definitely don't hear it when he does his broadcasting. So, yeah, I, I don't think he was ready for prime time at all. I definitely don't think he shouldn't have been doing like college basketball games, let alone oh, being man. the voice of Notre Dame. Tell you, man, it's nothing to do with all they stream on Peacock or any of this. I've come to terms with that. 
But those Buckeye games that are on Peacock where Jack Collinsworth is on play-by-play, I got a mute. I've heard Noah Eagle doing play-by-play on those on games, and he's fine. I got a mute. It's so bad. Yeah, dude. Collinsworth's awful. So I mean, he's out. Good. He. I mean, again, I, I hope he goes somewhere and learns how to do it better and can eventually come back to some other prominent role eventually, but he was just not ready to be on national television, even if it was on Peacock and streaming and all that. No way, but certainly not a product like Notre Dame football. That's ridiculous. Well, he's gonna he's still under contract to NBC, so he's going to be doing Olympic stuff and stuff like that. Oh, good. But there's a difference between, hey, it's Saturday morning, and I'm doing rowing well, right. in the Olympics to I'm doing I'm the voice of Notre Dame football on TV. I would also presume because like Tariko and all those people that he's not going to be doing like the USA basketball games. I would right? think not. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying they're not going to give him the the or the track and field finals. They're not giving him that. Uh Angela Argal, this is something that she actually tweeted us yesterday, not in relation to Name that hole. No, but I think it's it's a good conversation. There may be a hole involved. Yeah. She said, in reference to yesterday's soybean oil conversation, I thought you would appreciate this story. My father always claimed he was allergic to soybeans. She put allergic in quotation marks. She said, self-diagnosed, said they would give him a migraine. We know he isn't because my mother has been cooking with soy, soybean oil for years. And as long as he didn't know about it, he was somehow perfectly fine. This was a known family fact we've all used. If we didn't want him to eat something, we told him there was soy in it. We hated going out to eat because he would make the waiters go back to the kitchen and find out what oil they used to cook everything with. He'd ask a ton of questions and would only be sure to eat it after he made sure they were only using their own spit. Up until my husband came along, we all dealt with this. So she's not making fun of anybody with a soybean oil or any. No, she's soy. saying her father didn't have it, or if he he never got anything diagnosed. This all seemed to be in his head. It was because, a placebo effect. Yeah. Then one. This is back to Angela. Then one day, my dad said something to me that irritated my husband. So right as my husband was leaving for work, he decided to drop a bomb and leave the house. He looked at my dad and told him the bowl of potato salad he was currently eating had soy in it. It always has soy in it. You're not allergic. He then left and she said, I had to deal with the aftermath. Now it's a funny story between us. Then I could have killed him. So killed, killed her husband. Yeah. Killed the husband for doing that right in that moment. So I think we should nominate that for name that hole. Is that an a hole move, a B hole move, C hole move? Is the husband a hole? Yeah. Not that. I mean, the dad is just the dad being weird. Dad's an idiot. Yeah. Right. But now we got to deal with the husband. No, I'm 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 personally going to say no hole. Okay, he married into this family. Right. There's no blood oath to keep this a secret. Yeah. All right. If, if you want to lie to this man and and just pretend like this soy allergy exists when it doesn't, that's on you. Clearly, your husband Angela was pissed off in that moment. He was probably defending your honor because he said that you said that dad said something to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he. The dad said something to her. The husband didn't like it. And so then he said, you know what? You're not allergic to soy. See you later. Right. Now, that's the part to me that is a little bit. I'm going to say a hole on that. Because when you drop some family drama in and you're, you know, not a part of the family in that way, like you married in. Well, he was pissed off in that moment. He had to go to work. Yeah. Then he storms out and leaves. And now she's got she's got to deal with it. He's a police officer. I got to go punch the clock. I don't know what he has to do. I'm just telling you. I'm saying a little bit of an a-hole. He, he is in, a police officer. That's fine. That I don't I know that. But I, no, but I know that. Okay. I'm telling you that. I'm saying I'm not surprised you think no-hole because that's exactly something you would do. No, I say no-hole. So you say a-hole. I say a-hole Teddy's, because... Teddy's a tiebreaker. Because you're leaving 
than her to deal with the fallout of all that ridiculousness. I agree with you, Mike, 100%. Oh. This guy's not oh. an a-hole. No hole. Not, yeah. for, not for breaking the silence, just for... Stick around for the fireworks. Then you lit up. You lit the fuse, and now you're like, "All right, see you later." Well, this, so, you know what though, Angela? Yeah. If there's ever a hole in here, I think Angela may be the hole because she should have stormed off with the husband. You can't talk to me like that. And yeah, you're not allergic to soy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know whose house this was at. What if it was at her own house? Then kick him out <laughs> and say, "Get out." Yeah, that, don't disrespect me in my own house where you get my husband all mad at you. Again, this, is how, this is how you talk to your family. No one else talks like this to their family. We don't do this. If we did, our relationships would be a lot healthier. Because <laughs> either we would have a better relationship with each other or we just stop seeing each other. That's a win-win. <laughs> that's a win-win. That's a, that's it's very comforting to cut people out of your life. I've done it plenty for of times. You, for oh, you. It feels great. you got to try it. I, I Trust me. feels great, man, when you sit down and write that Christmas card list and realize you have no one to send them to. It's wonderful. Yes, for you, it yes. feels good. For most normal people, they go, ah, should I have done that to my blood parents? Well, whatever. You're overruled. Teddy, of, I gave again, Teddy a chance to break the tie. Because of soy. This is... <laughs> no hole. All right, fine. I agree. I agree with the whole ruling. I don't mean the entire ruling. I mean the whole ruling. That's what I'm calling Jack it. Jack Collinsworth, by the way? Sea hole. Yeah, big sea hole. Go Collinsworth away. hole. Go right. Away. Yeah. I like to point out that the number one crew on NBC is Noah Eagle and Todd Blackledge. They're oh. going to do the Big Ten games. That's good. All right. Uh, Jack Collinsworth goes away. He was 29. He's just not any good. Oh. He's inexperienced. Yeah. Get out of here. Noah Eagle, who I admit is better than yes. Jack Collinsworth. I get it. Noah Eagle is 26 years old. Uh, that's that's what I'm saying. He's 26. There's no way he just started doing community volleyball games and suddenly they're like, you know what? Get this kid up to NBC. It's all because dad is a well-known broadcaster. And that's fine. He's actually not bad. But, I mean, I, I'm, he's properly placed being on like Peacock college basketball games. That's a good spot for him. But I'm sure very soon you will see Noah Eagle doing games that are like way above his pay grade. Actually, he did the Super Bowl. What am I talking about? Didn't I? Noah Eagle sure. did the Super Bowl? Yeah, on Nickelodeon. Oh, that's he right. He and Nate Burleson that's did that. That's right. But again, Nate Burleson's been broadcasting for a while. He's been an, well, he's he's been an NFL player. player. Right. Like, But he's put in some time in that regard. They threw Noah Eagle right on and said, congratulations, son. You got to do the Super Bowl. We had an event uh, in town last night. We'll talk about that coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You'll hit a 10-minute slowdown on westbound 670 between 33 and I-70 and watch out for a disabled vehicle on the right shoulder of westbound 70 downtown near Livingston Avenue and a 5-minute slowdown on southbound 71 on the north side between Cook Road and 70. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same flexible payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. 
Granger, for the ones who get it done. Best known for their contributions to the fast food breakfast world. This is Man and Bone. Happy Thursday. Give me a number, Bone. Uh, let's go with nine. Call a number nine. 614-821-9710 gets a $50 gift card to Skyline. Celebrate National Chili Day today at Skyline Chili. Don't forget to enter for your chance to win the new Skyline Retro Jacket, gift card, and other Skyline prizes in honor of National Chili Day. See official rules and enter today at SkylineChili.com. Hmm. There you go. Now you're going to tell me the thing that you said you were going to tell me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, so, Mike, there's a little story out of North Carolina that has me perplexed. And okay. I'm thinking you might find it perplexing. Let's pretend like we didn't talk about this. <laughs> An aquarium and shark lab in Hendersonville, North Carolina, has a stingray by the name of Charlotte. Uh, and the sh- stingray is pregnant. But the people who work there are kind of stumped because there are no male stingrays in her tank. This comes from a couple weeks ago. WBTV reported that uh, Brenda Raymer, who founded the aquarium, said that there's no species in there other than sharks. So there are a couple male sharks. But they said, Mike, sharks can't male mate sharks with stingray, can't right? Mate with stingrays, right? So the only other explanation could be what they call parthenogenesis, where eggs develop without fertilization and create a clone of the mother. But the person who's uh, who owns this uh, aquarium, Raymer says that that's probably unlikely because rares it's rare that any rays have ever done that in captivity. But I guess it can occur. All right. Well, I mean, it happens. It happens. It's just not so normal. There's your explanation there. That's what I would say. Or you don't know how to sex the rays. What Because there oh. may be just a male ray in there that you just lost track of. We did have a sex the wolf puppy situation before, right? Yeah, Where maybe you just to- missed a ray pee-pee. I don't know how many rays are in this tank, but I mean, I've been to the the stingray tank that they have at the Columbus Zoo. Yeah, they got Zoo. a ton of them in there. Yeah, there's there's dozens of them in there. Yeah. So, I mean, is it possible that maybe you just missed one of the right. the male, you know, Mr. Peepers is in there? Look, it terrifies me to my core if things like this become commonplace. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the only reason why men are needed in society now is because we need to help the women reproduce. If they do everything else better than us. So if they can figure that part out right. without us, right. biologically, they can just have children without us, that's it. Yeah, it's That's over. it for the species of men. Are we a species or just a... I don't know what we are. Sex of men? Sex. It's over for the sex. Species of humans is fine. Yes. They'll continue on. Yeah. Just a well, bunch of women... See, that's a thing. And lesbianism. <laughs> well, we... <laughs> I like how you got a lesbianism. That's a well, yes. you know what I mean, like an organism, except it's lesbianism. Yes. Now, I learned this at another aquarium. I find sea life to be fascinating because they're operating under some different boundaries and rules than we are up here on the uh, the the what do they call us landlubbers? Okay, we're not the ones out in the water. Did you know that some species of fish they travel in schools, right? Where there's like yeah. one male fish, and then he is just going to town with all the other lady fish, and then those are making baby fish, and then eventually that male fish dies off sometimes. And there's a school of, you know, horned up women fish ready to go, and they don't have a male to do the deed. Right. They have found in the wild some species of fish, one of the biggest female fish would just be like, I'm the I'm the male you're, now. You're mine now. I'm the male now. And, and It's like prison. It, 
in no internally just oh 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 no it like biologically internally just nice. like hello I'm here now and I'm, I'm the captain now I'm yeah I'm making, I'm making the I'm making the man whatever stuff so the pop point, a winky right out right so the point is and then and then the school of fish just keeps on a going and then if that happens, they've said they've seen this happen multiple times I gotta tell you man Mother Nature's a mad scientist that's my point ain't she that's my point just when we think we know stuff we really don't know anything. I mean, you want to talk about gender fluid. They literally are in the fluid and the genders are just going crazy down there. Yeah. We don't know what's happening. You got a you got a stingray in a all lady tank just having its way with itself, I guess, and making its own baby. Jurassic Park tells us. Right. Life finds life a way. We'll find a way. You got the, the fishes just flipping the switch on whatever they want. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this was a thing. I like it. We got a lot going on under the sea. I need to watch uh, that little mermaid again, you know? Under the, going under the what? Under the sea. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> I just got confused. I matey. I got confused. A portal. We yeah. had an event over at Nationwide last night. The Columbus Fury women's professional volleyball won yeah. their opener at Nationwide last night. That's a big deal. They said just over nine thousand fans were announced. That's great. I don't know if all the tickets were paid for. If they papered the crowd a little bit to oh, get whatever. Well, I'm just saying that sometimes that happens. Yeah, that's so fine. We'll see if. Uh, this turns out to be something that people continue to go back to, but last night seemed like a good event. Yeah. People enjoyed it. I know this. I Volleyball is not a sport that I have followed much or know much about, other than I have played it recreationally and been horrible at it because I am short and stubby. That all said... Sand, I, you're like beach volleyball, though. No, no, no. I mean, even in gym class when I was a kid, like we would play it. I learned the rules of it. I just never followed up with it or anything because I was like 5'8". And they said, you should be playing basketball somehow. Yeah. Anyway, five right. eight's better for right. you yeah, for basketball. Right. Anyway, I'm just saying, I have a lot of respect for volleyball because I see the power that is generated off those shots. It looks intimidating as hell to get behind one of those and try to like dig it out, I guess, and try to do all that stuff. But I'll let you live. If you're a volleyball person, I, I want to go to one of these and get educated and learn what's going on. I need to go out and watch the uh, OSU teams. I know they're good at volleyball too, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, volleyball, I know. Gaining in popularity quite a bit. So it's very cool to see that we've got a pro team here. That's awesome. All right, nice. ER Auto Care fan poll. Where do you most want to see the Buckeyes play Northwestern in Chicago? Uh, the report for, out of Northwestern is that they're going to play at Wrigley Field. But your choices are Wrigley Field, where the Cubs play. Hmm. Soldier Field, where the Bears play. Yes. Guaranteed Rate Field, where the White Sox play. Or Seat Geek Stadium. And it says in our poll where the Chicago Fire play. Oh, although they don't. They don't. Because they play at Soldier Field. They did play yeah. at Seat Geek Stadium. Out in Bridgeview. Now the, the women's professional team plays there. Let me go ahead and tell you, uh that stadium, if it whatever it's doing, if it if the women's team is still out there, great. Um, you don't want to go to there to watch that game. That's there's like seventeen thousand seats and it's out. From Chicago, like nowhere close to downtown Chicago at Isn't all. Any, look, I, I don't like uh, the Cubs. I make fun of how you go to Wrigley Field. It's a prerequisite. You have to just piss your pants. Right. But isn't everybody voting for Wrigley Field? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's some a, people, it's a playground for the Sears. Would people not want to go see it at Soldier Field? And it holds more seats, so you'd probably well, it get does more. Hold more seats, but you probably get a good chance. Just from an atmosphere stamp. I mean, there's no there's no bars to piss your pants at outside well, see, Soldier I Field. I don't know any of that stuff. There's a museum where you can check out some dinosaur bones and piss your pants. <laughs> there's that. 
It's a field <laughs> museum right there. Hey, look at this Allosaurus. Hey, there's Sue the T-Rex. <laughs> oh, yeah, they have Sue there, don't they? Sue's there. Yeah. Boy named Sue. How do you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's next? Oh, Johnny Manziel is in the news today. Something I didn't think I'd say today, but he is. And it's interesting stuff. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Watch out for an accident blocking the right shoulder on the Frank Road ramp to northbound 71 on the south side. Police are on scene there causing delay and a 15-minute slowdown on eastbound 33 between Refugee Road and Ebright Road. This report is sponsored by WeBuyAnyCar.com. Before you sell or trade in, find out how much your car is worth at WeBuyAnyCar.com. They make selling your car fast, safe, and fair. Get your free online valuation now at WeBuyAnyCar.com. I'm Nicole for 971 the fan traffic for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done Yes, we tried unplugging and then plugging them back in. It didn't help. This is Man and Bone. You know how sometimes in life you just have like little flashes? Maybe it's a second. Maybe it's a half a second. Uh huh. I do that sometimes. Like, oh, I got a call. And then I'm like, oh, they're dead. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Really? I got to text. Oh, they're dead. I can't text them. And it's just like half a second. And then I snap back to reality. I assume that's what dementia is. You just don't snap back. Oh, where you just are like, I got to go do a thing that you can't do or right. is already over or whatever. And maybe instead of a half second, that lasts 15 minutes. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know what that is. I, you know what, Well, you know what? We'll find out soon enough. I actually just read something about, I mean, I don't know, Alzheimer's, dementia. They're related, right? I mean. Yes, it's yeah. all a neurological right. issue. Researchers at Western Sydney University have revealed results of a study showing that frequent nose pickers may have a higher probability of developing Alzheimer's disease. Oh, man. And I'm I know I'm done. That's not good. I, I'm knuckle deep. <laughs> knuckle one of my, deep. One of my favorite punk bands. And knuckle in deep. love. Uh, WIONTV reported on February 7th that the habit introduces germs into the nasal cavity that trigger the brain to produce beta amyloid as a defense. And apparently, a abundance of beta amyloid is believed to be the leading cause of Alzheimer's. Can I tell you something? I'm not saying that's wrong. Right. Okay. What I'm saying is, every other day, it's like, oh, we've decided it's gut bacteria. And it's inflammation. And that that's, causes what's, le- right, and that's yeah. what's leading to dementia and neurological disease. I'm not ruling out nose picking. I'm right. just saying, let's pump the brakes. Yeah, and right. I also like to pick my nose. Uh, this right, I I too do not want to believe this report. Uh, the report goes on to say the following quote: "It is essential to note that the temporary relief obtained from nose picking is not a substitute for proper nasal hygiene. Proper nasal hygiene being regular cleaning and maintenance of the nasal passages through gentle methods such as saline nasal rinses or blowing the nose. I got to tell you, blowing the nose, I've never considered that to be gentle." My also, my nose blowing is very violent. Yes, I I mean I'm trying to get it out of there. What I we, sometimes throw out my back. 
Right. But I'm blowing my nose. Also, when you're picking, I'm not usually picking for the wet ones. I'm picking because I got dried crusties in there. Well, that's what they're saying is you need to do a need to do a, a rinse, like a saline rinse, oh, okay, and then okay. you need to blow. All right. A rinse and a blow. Rinse and a blow. Sure, why not? Anywho, here's why I My brought this up today. My favorite salon, by the way, rinse and a blow. That that little flash that you have. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got to, oh, no, they're dead. I can't do that. Yeah. So I'm driving to work today, and I, I pull over in the McDonald's parking lot to get on my McDonald's app. Okay. Except I have no cell service at all. Mm. None. Not like, oh, I lost a bar. I mean, nothing. The little thing on my phone says SOS only. Right. I just so- have no service. And I, I'm trying to use my McDonald's app, and it's not working. Well, because... Uh, oddly enough, the phone companies don't believe that a McDonald's yes, order know, is an I, SOS. I know that, but I had a little flag, I, and I turned my phone off, I turned it back on, I reset it, I did all the troubleshooting that me as an idiot know how to do, and I could not get any cell service whatsoever. For a split second, I thought to myself, well, this is SOS. I don't have oh, service. Oh, you, oh, you were going to call I someone? was going to use the SOS for to like a what? split second to, to tell them. To tell them I, I had nothing and I could not get into my McDonald's app. Who are you going to call? I don't know. It's do, not rational. I'm not saying it's rational. Do you know who SOS calls when you I call I assume it? it's 911. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to let them know. And again, it was just half a second. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're saying you just had a moment of insanity. I just had a moment of insanity. I snapped okay. right back. Okay. But I'm sure. just saying that's what dementia probably is. You just don't snap back. Well, there's a difference between that and I think what you're talking about a little bit here is like an intrusive thought. You ever had those intrusive thoughts are basically like you're sitting in a board meeting or a, like a group of people where everybody's, you know, around a table and it's very professional. And you're like, what if I just stood up and screamed at everybody, ripped my shirt open and ran out of this room? Wouldn't that be ridiculous and hilarious for like a memory for all these people, it would they'd all be no, out of their minds because but for you that can't split actually second, do it. Right. For that split second though, I wasn't thinking it was ridiculous. I was thinking it was necessary. Oh, trust me. I've well, been in meetings where that does feel necessary. Right. If this isn't an SOS situation, <laughs> I can't save twenty percent off my order because I, I can't get in the app. Yeah. I can't put pay full price. No. I by can't way, do that. By the way, we I I don't know how to calculate inflation. I'm not an educated economist to be able to talk about that, but I got to tell you, there's a level of inflation that's happening that's solely based on fast food apps versus non not using fast food apps. Like if you go through a drive through every day and don't use these fast food apps, you're sitting there going, "How am I paying a mortgage payment for this lunch?" And then if you go with the app, you're like, "I paid a nickel and got seven pounds of food." And it's if we're not properly aware of that, I think people are out there going to fast food and not realizing. You hop on this app, yes, you have to give them your email, and then they give you like all these deals that make it way cheaper to get fast food again. We're back to like what prices are supposed to be for fast food. I'm not usually an app guy. I'm resistant to that. But I I got hip to the jive when I realized how much money you save using these apps. Yeah, this is not like, oh man, do you know about my one secret trick to save money? No, no. no. The, the, The fast food places have realized if they can get you on the app... They will gladly give you regular prices on food again for your email and be able to market to you. If you don't do that, they will charge you more than you've ever thought possible for fast food. Anyway, so, I had no idea this was like a, a, a big AT&T outage. 
I thought there was a problem with my phone. I got to get on customer service. I got to figure this out. Oh, sure. I had yeah. no idea. When I came in today, Timmy was having the same problem. He couldn't get any service. I said, okay, at least it's the world. It's not me. Well, doesn't that make you feel better? Yes, it did. And you know, it's not like your own phone is just screwed up. Because I was getting ready to like call customer service from a landline here in the building. Oh, What's God. wrong with my phone? Where would you even go to do that? Probably I guess go in the producer's studio and yeah, I guess you use would. the land because we don't have phones at our desks no, anymore. No, we have. Oh yeah, Ted's got the landline right there. Oh, how That's you right. doing? Ted's talking on it right now. Good for him. Uh, Johnny Manziel was on Shannon Sharp's Club Shay Shay podcast. It was published yesterday. Uh, he was very honest and open in this interview, uh, saying he wasn't ready for all the fame and attention that he got. He was selfish. He says that he feels bad that he let people down, doesn't blame if people still hate him because of his time in Cleveland, uh, said that when he was finished with playing in the NFL, he lost 40 pounds. And he wasn't a fat guy. He wasn't a no. big guy. He lost 40 pounds because all he did was snort Coke. Oh, God. I mean, it was just he ate no food. Oh, God. He just snorted Coke. So he was a drug addict. Yes, to the point where he lost 40 pounds. Oh, my God. He said that when he was in Cleveland, and I'm I'm purposely not playing the audio of this because it's not our audio to play, and because you should probably go and listen to it if you're interested in, in listening to it for the long form. But uh, he said that LeBron would reach out to him when he was in Cleveland and say, hey, man, I want to get to know you. Come on out and let's hang out together. We're representing the city together and johnny manzel would just brush him off would brush off lebron said that he would brush off joe thomas wow. when joe thomas tried to get to know him and take him under his wing and say hey young fella you're my quarterback let's be together he right. said no i'm just gonna go home and do drugs or do it yeah do whatever he was into at the time video before. games drugs whatever the hell it was well i mean i i appreciate his honesty i'm not to be clear, I was one of his biggest critics. I'm not mad at him or anything like that. I, it sucks when you have an opportunity like that and you blow it, you know, given that he had some talent. He, he's open about it. He said, I did blow it. Right. It's no one's fault but my own. I blew it. Yeah. But what I guess I'm saying is, uh, I, like, I understand if some Browns fans are still mad about that and, and say, you know, I wouldn't have squandered that opportunity. I would have wanted that opportunity that you had. You gave it away, all those things. I'm not really, like, I don't find myself being mad about it for that. I feel bad for him that he screwed up his own deal. But I also have, like, quick, I've moved on from Johnny Manziel being a focal point of anything, you know, sports-wise in my life. Uh, it sucks for him, though, right? I mean, that's that's an opportunity he never gets back. He also said his last college game, why would you remember this? He wouldn't, but of course he does. His last college game was the Chick-fil-A Bowl against okay. Duke. It was sure. the year he won the Heisman Trophy. He went to the Chick-fil-A Bowl, threw five touchdown passes, and then parlayed that into, you know, pick number 22 in the first round, Jimmy Haslam. You know the story. Yeah, right. But he said that if they would have lost that game to Duke, uh, he probably goes back to A&M. Wow. And he probably doesn't have the same sort of career that he had in the NFL. Maybe it would have turned out even worse, depending on another situation he was in. Who the hell knows? He also told a story about how his dad, unbeknownst to him, went to A&M his final year and said, Johnny will come back for another year if you give him $3 million. 
Well, how? Which they said they couldn't do. Yeah, he was in the wrong era for that. Well, right now, now he'd probably get it, but now that's called. I'm going to play in the Cotton Bowl. That's what that's called. I'm just saying it's a very revealing interview. You may still think he's a piece of crap, but he appears to at least be an honest piece of crap now. And I think Shannon Sharp does good work. I do. Yeah, he does a good job. I I don't think it's wrong of Johnny Manziel to put this out there. Did he mention anything about like what's changed for him? In this interview, he, or, he may have, but you know what? That, I hope that uh, I hope that I hope there is something, just because that's the one thing I always look for when people are like, "Yeah, man, that was a wild time back then." And you go, "All right, well, have, have things changed for you? Are you better off now?" And it's like, ah, "No, I really, eh, I don't know. I'm just living my life." It's like, "Why? Well, I, I hope that whatever tripped you up the last time doesn't trip you up again." Not that any of us have the answers, but I hope he's found something that kind of keeps him on the straight and narrow. Well, one uh, reason I don't feel sorry for him at all is because he also felt bad that he let down Skip Bayless. What? Yeah, Skip Bayless was like his champion on TV when he was drafted. Skip Bayless, in one of his famous hot takes, went on uh, national television and said, this guy's going to be bigger than LeBron in Mm -hmm. Cleveland. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, he's, he's sad that he let Skip Bayless down. Well, every cloud has a silver lining, right, Mike? Mm-hmm. That's that's a good one for me. Uh, coming up next, Justin Fields speaks. Does he want to stay with the Bears? We'll tell you. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. We've got an accident on the right shoulder of northbound 270 on the east outer belt after Alum Creek Drive. And expect a 10-minute slowdown on northbound 71 on the north side between I-70 and Morse Road. This report is sponsored by Take 5 Oil Change. At Take 5, they're faster than you think. That means they'll change your oil and have you back on the road before you can count all the change in your center console. Judging, baby. Just sit back and relax while their fast, friendly team does all the work. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. No Desmond Howard death wishes since 2012. This is Man and Bone. Not out loud, anyway. No. No, not at all. Degenerate T-Bone coming up at 448. It is Name That Hole Thursday. Tweet us at Man and Bone 971. Text us 614-787-3093. The uh, official Name That Hole segment yeah. is 534. I know. I've got more submissions if you want. I've got oh, one yeah, I can use on, at some one. point. Uh, this one, now this one I gleaned from the internet. This is not from one of our listeners. This is for a... Uh, a poker. This is a poker player. All right. It says I live in a large condo in my city. In December, I looked out of my window and I could see a dude living across the street from me, one unit down, playing poker on an internet site where you can play poker. His monitor is set up so anyone looking in could see his computer screen. With binoculars, I could see his cards from my window, and I've now found him on this website. So he said, for the last couple of months, he's been playing this guy in cash games. No. While looking come, through the window on now. with binoculars, he said, I'm up thousands of dollars from no, this one dude. No, 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 no. Is this, his question was, is this legal? Michael, no. 
No, it can't be. No. It can't be legal. It's not legal or ethical. Seahole. No. Yeah, he's a giant seahole. You're hole. a thief, man. Yeah, it's a huge... You're a criminal. That guy wouldn't play you if he knew you were looking at his cards. He wouldn't be betting the money he is because he thinks he can beat you ethically and straight up, so... I'm sure somebody out there saying, like, close your blinds. How does this guy... No, he's on the internet. How does he know he's not... Now, again, the validity of this story, maybe maybe this is all made up. But if that's true, no, you're a giant seahole. Seahole. Teddy, do you agree? We're in unison on that. Yeah, no doubt about that. He's a thief, yes. All right, good. Uh, Justin Fields. Are the Bears going to keep him? Are they going to draft Caleb Williams? Whatever. Is it Caleb Williams? Yes, it yeah, is. It's Caleb I don't know why I doubted myself no, for a second. Right. Justin Fields was on the St. Brown Brothers podcast talking about all of this, including how he unfollowed the Bears on Instagram. Oh, okay. He says, why do people take social media so serious? I still mess with the Bears, this and that. I'm just trying to take a little break. I unfollowed the Bears in the NFL. I'm not just says, I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Time it's something I don't want to see on my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no football. All right. I mean, I don't know what the... Again, how how much do we want to parse these words, right? If he follows like every other NFL team, but not the Bears in the NFL, in the NFL then suddenly that's a little bit more odd. If those are the only two football-related things he follows, all right. I mean, I can, could, I can, I can believe else, that. Though. Can I tell you something else? This isn't like a 75-year-old saying, why does everybody take social media so seriously? Mm-hmm. Justin Fields knows what he's doing. You can mute people. Yeah, all right, so right. they don't show up on the timeline. If you're going on vacation, you really want to keep your feed free of football and just focus on Instagram hotties, good news. There's a mute button. They won't show up on your feed. You are unfollowing someone to make a statement. And then when somebody asks you about it, you act like it's no big deal. This is my problem with Kevin Durant. Now, I'm not saying that they're the same guy, but Kevin Durant, why do you care? Why do you care? Why do you care? Well, we care because you care enough to make burner accounts. Well, that's why we care. I do think the Justin Fields situation is a little different. It because, is a little different. Because they're, they're sitting here going, I don't know. Will we keep him or will we not? Ooh, that's exactly well, right. Find out. And so I say it. If you're going to play that game, then I'm going to play that I game. I understand being frustrated with that. I'm also guessing... That the Chicago Bears Instagram feed is not full of Caleb Williams pictures. No, no, no. I get it. What I'm, my point is, like, Kevin Durant does his thing and then he goes after, like, a 12 year old on Twitter who's just got an account and says, Kevin Durant sucks. LOL. I understand this is now a thing, right? This is a, these are one of the ways you send a message. In, in times gone by, right? It would be something where if a reporter said, so are you excited to sign your new contract with the Bears? You might just say no comment instead of yes, I'm thrilled. And people would go, oh my, he gave a no comment back to you. You know, like that. This is another way of just being like, hey, for now, till they've committed, I'm not committed. It's just a, yeah, it's a sign. It's clearly sent, meant to send a message. I don't think it's the most ridiculous thing ever now that that's a part of the process. This is uh, like he's not the first one to do it. Everyone is now doing this when that comes up. He should be aware that people are going to ask that question. I'm sure he is. And I'm sure that's why when he's being asked about it, he goes, hey, man, I'm just taking a break. What? You know, I'm not I'm not saying I hate him or anything. He probably doesn't. But he's also probably not as in love with them as he once was. How do the Bears not know what they're going to do? I mean, how, how do you not know I, internally? I don't know, man. 
I honestly don't know. And, I, and everybody I've heard who's in the know says they don't know. Says they have not made a decision as an organization yet. That's not their company line. That's their actual line in the building. We don't know. How do you not know? See, this is where I think the Bears are incredibly stupid for not already having that figured out. Among Maybe this is obvious to people, but maybe not. I feel like when you go to enter a draft, especially in the NFL, especially when it comes to a position like quarterback, which there really isn't another comparable, but for your most important positions on the team, right? Shouldn't your number one discussion point be, do we have a guy in that position who we believe can win? Yes or no? If your answer is with Justin Fields, yes, we believe we have the guy who can win for us. That's Justin Fields. Great. Then you don't worry about drafting Caleb Williams. Then your whole thing becomes, now what other positions do we look at? If your answer to the question of, do we have a quarterback is, no, we don't. Then you go, all right, who do we want to draft? And then it becomes, well, is Caleb Williams for real? Or do we think there's another guy there that we should not draft at one, but maybe we should move down and... I know, but it's not... But the, the point is, how that all depends on your evaluation of Justin Fields. Even if you want to see Caleb Williams throw for you at a pro day or whatever... Justin Fields hasn't changed. He's Justin Fields. He's there. You know what he is. What is your evaluation of your cur- current quarterback? They don't have an answer. It's not just as simple, too, as, as do you like Caleb Williams? Do you like him? Caleb Williams is not just going to be the number one pick in the draft. If you decide, I'm going to take Caleb Williams at number one, you are also giving away all the trade equity that you have with that number one pick in the draft. You're taking Caleb Williams at number one. And you're also turning down trades for that number one pick. Right. That hold value and equity. You know what? I, I I sadly feel like probably what's happening right now to some degree with the Bears is there's there's probably some level of what could we get more for? Right? I mean, I think you could obviously get more if you trade away the pick as opposed to trading away the actual quarterback. But I wonder if they're looking at it just saying if we draft a quarterback and then what can we get for Justin Fields if we trade him away and they're weighing that against the more certainty of we know what Justin Fields is. I'm just saying, how does this Bears organization not already know what the metrics are there and what the decision is when it comes to that? To me, that is a much smaller pool of teams that are going to trade for Justin Fields. Um, because whoever trades for Justin Fields, you're not going to give up anything of value unless you know that you're going to sign him to a long-term contract. And how many teams are willing to do that? The Steelers will not do that. I know that Jen Winters is all hoping that Justin Fields is going to the Steelers. It's not going to happen. I can maybe see the Falcons doing that. I can maybe see desperate Raiders doing that. Other than that, your market's smaller. Yeah. I I mean, I guess what I don't get with the Bears is as much as... There's lots of things not to get with the Bears, buddy. No, but with that one specifically, it's... I understand you want to find the best deal and the best value at all times, but at some point... Do you believe in Justin Fields as a quarterback? If yes, the answer, you're right. If the answer is yes, then then all of this becomes moot. And that you decision say, should be made. How do they not know that is my question. Because they're dumb. Yeah. That's the short answer. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about Nick Saban. He's going to change everything. Coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. There's some slow traffic on westbound 70 downtown between the 71 east and west split and an accident blocking the right lane on northbound 71 at 270, and that's on the south outer belt. Police are on scene there causing delay.
This report is sponsored by COSI, Center of Science and Industry. Transport yourself back in time and explore the fascinating story of the Titanic's maiden voyage. Come into COSI March 9th. Don't miss Titanic, the artifact exhibition featuring over 350 authentic artifacts recovered from the ocean floor. Tickets on sale now. Book your voyage at COSI.org. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Done. The only thing harder than common man's arteries is T-Bone thinking about a red-bellied woodpecker. This is Man and Bone. Bone and I do all our banging at Hollywood Casino Columbus in their 12,000-square-foot sports book. If you want action, if you want adventure, if you want quesadillas, Mm. head to Hollywood Casino Columbus. Check out their sports book. I'm sorry, I was distracted by something. I want quesadillas. Yeah, I was distracted by that and thinking about how Ted's going to yell at me because I did the wrong read here. Anywho, must be 21 or older, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Should I double up? Yeah, just do the right read now. Go ahead and get the correct one there. Where did Somebody threw it out. Threw what out? My pee-pee script. Oh, no, not your pee-pee script. Oh, my PP no worky. PP no worky. No, All right, well, right. I guess I, you'll have to get it next time. Next time, I, I can't. All right, next time. Next time, Teddy, yeah. we'll get it done. Yeah. We'll On the next sorta. edition of Common Man Reads Things, will I, his PP work? I thought you were going to say on the next edition of PP no worky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my favorite show. One more question for you yeah. involving uh, the soccer last night. Okay. Inner Miami against Real Salt Lake. Miami wins. It's all my, it's all Lionel Messi all the time. Don Garber wants to say it's not about him. It's about the league. But everything right. they've done is promoting him. Yeah. You go on their website. It's all about him. They're putting them, a team that didn't make the playoffs, the first game on national television. Of while, course. While your champions are just debuting on Saturday with all the other teams. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I here's what bothers me, though. When when they're talking about oh he's good he's good for the game he's good to promote the game all this he didn't even talk to the media last night oh oh he no, doesn't no. even he does Lionel Messi Mike. doesn't even promote Mike. the game and the league because he doesn't talk to the media Mike, listen Lionel Messi is not going to be bothered with having to talk to the media that's part of the deal when he comes over is you you don't get to talk to Lionel Messi now. Can I tell you something in that vein that just further makes me frustrated by that situation very quickly? Maybe people have heard of a guy named Thierry Henry, played for Arsenal. He played on a team in the English Premier League for Arsenal about 20 years ago that went undefeated in the Premier League. They they tied some games, but they never lost a game in their Premier League season where they won the championship. Thierry Henry is one of the greatest soccer players of all time. Is he Lionel Messi? No, but he was, as far as global prominence, is up there with anyone as far as people who are known in soccer. When he came over to MLS to play uh, at one point for New York Red Bulls, they played at Old Crew Stadium. I was working for a blog covering soccer here, 
Massive Report, which still exists. They do great work. And when their team came in, we went to interview all the players for the crew like we did. And then we were asked, would you like to talk to any Red Bull players? And we said, well, yeah, if we can get Thierry Henry. And they said, he's doing interviews. Head on over. And I got to spend five minutes with a couple of my other Mass Report colleagues. We talked to Thierry Henry in English for like five minutes. He's from France. He also gave interviews in Spanish and, of course, in his native French. So, like, there were media from all over the world to cover him as well. And he sat there. I remember sitting in like a t-shirt and his shorts and sandals and just talking to people and going about doing his interviews and then was very nice and moved on. And that was that. So I don't know why Lionel Messi can't do the same thing. Anyway, I just found that odd. It is odd. Major League Soccer bending over backwards to make sure that you know that Lionel Messi plays in their league. And yet he can't even he doesn't do interviews. talk to the media. No, he doesn't talk. That's one of his things. He doesn't talk right, to the Nick media. Nick Saban wants to save the world. Maybe he can save Lionel Messi too. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, Messi, or Messi, God. Nick Saban talking to ESPN. He said, if my voice can bring about some meaningful change, I want to help any way I can because I love players. I love college football. What we have now is not college football, not college football as we know it. You hear somebody use the word student athlete, that doesn't exist. And he's talking about name, image, and likeness and transfer portal and how now that lethal combination allows anyone to be able to go look for any type of money they want to go play college football and his whole thing is to think about the education. He said, I think the consequence of this could come down the road when some guys get 28, 29 years old. Maybe they didn't prepare themselves for when they can't play football anymore, which is what you should do when you go to college. <clears throat> Man, do I have a problem, Mike, with a guy like Nick Saban being the guy saying, I think we put too much emphasis on football. Really? You're saying that? Like, I, I am sure you encouraged your players to go get an education, but you were so damn good at Alabama Everyone said, we got to figure out how to beat Nick Saban. And one of the ways they chose to do that was seeing how they could get the best players possible all in the same team. And, well, education matters, but we got to win these games. And that became the number one focus of college sports. And it's not just because of Nick Saban, but you don't think at Nick Saban teams, Nick Saban led teams, did anybody miss a class or miss a game because they said, oh, sorry, I got a big science fair project I'm working on. Oh, sorry, I got this big chemistry class I got to study for. You know, I, no. I'm, I'm not saying, and you're not saying either, that college football isn't broken. Right? And that it, it's... There are things wrong th with there it. There are things course. wrong with it. And, uh, you know, I don't know what the future is going to look like. I get it. But I like how all these guys have principles once they're gone. Yeah. Because their principles while they're in the game, like, I'm sure that Nick Saban doesn't like the idea of gray shirting. I, knew, I know that he did it. Absolutely right. I'm sure that Nick Saban doesn't like the idea of a portal, but he sure as hell hit it. Absolutely After right. After the season, right? I'm sure he doesn't like the idea of the Wild West of NIL, even though he says he's for players and making money for player, all of that. But I'm, he sure as hell did it. Why? Because he wanted to keep his football teams competitive. Right. That's why. Well, and this is, I guess, the issue that I have is... I would think that if, if some of the guys like Nick Saban are serious about this, then let me propose something to you. What if the NCAA separated your scholarship from when you actually go to school? What if what if you have four years to go there and focus on football or basketball or whatever your sport is, and you're a student athlete and you're enrolled, but we acknowledge that you're not going to go really to school during that time. You're going to be on campus and know the campus and all that stuff, but you're going to be there to play football or basketball or whatever. 
And you're right, because the focus should be on education. So once you're done with football time, the educational opportunities are there for you, and then you can go get your classwork done at a time that fits you after you're done playing. Why do we insist on not only do you have to get a great education, you can only do it while you're playing football for me. You can only do it while you're playing basketball for me. Why? Because all the other people getting a great education there, they're just primarily going to school and that's it. So why don't we, since we acknowledge that this is such a big time commitment, why don't we just say, all right, fine. You don't have to go to class while you're there for football. We want your focus to be on football or on on getting your schoolwork done. That's why we wouldn't dare bother you with that while you're doing this multi-million dollar thing we have you doing called playing college football, playing college basketball. Why don't we just separate that and have you go to class when that's all done? And then you can, yeah, then you can have your degree and really focus on it whenever your football or basketball time is done. Uh, Speaking of the college football, so EA Sports is coming out with their first college football game in a long time. College players can now start opting into it. Uh, EA Sports has finalized NIL likeness plans that will begin the opt-in process. Up to 85 players per school will initially appear on rosters in the game, which comes out this summer. All athletes who opt in to have their name, image, and likeness appear will eventually receive $600 plus a copy of the game that's typically valued at 70 bucks. So they're saying a grand total of $670. Athletes would remain in the game for the entirety of their careers, but could opt out of future additions if they choose. Athletes who remain in the game for multiple years will be paid annually, and players who transfer transfer will continue to be compensated as long as they are on a roster. That is a laughably low amount of money. And I'm guessing anybody who's like any level of starter or star would now again I don't know I I would think the smart business move there to say absolutely not I don't want any part of that but I could see a lot of players just saying hey I'm in a video game that's cool and they gave me a free game and 600 bucks that's nice that is a laughably known low number for someone's likeness to be in a game they're going to make millions off of this um yeah I mean NFL players get tens of thousands of dollars to do this they have a union and there's fewer of them so I'm quite sure lots of players will opt into this but I don't blame any player who says, yeah, not for me. Uh, Herbie has also confirmed that he's going to be in the game, along with Chris I'm sure Fowler. he's doing it for $600 and a free copy well, of the game. He's just doing it for the good of the game, though. I'm sure. We have to get back to the, the pure form of college well, football. Well, you first, college game day? Well, whatever. Did they have that when the game was pure? I'm, I'm trying to remember how many years of pure gaming we had when college game day was on the air. Degenerate T-Bone is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. We've got some slow traffic causing a 20-minute delay on northbound 71 on the north side between 70 and Morse Road. And watch out for a disabled vehicle blocking the left shoulder on northbound 315 at Ackerman Road. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride with the parts you need for the prices you want. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones 
who get it done. We did the math. Common Man has hosted over 5,000 shows on the fan. Three of them have been halfway decent. Here's Man and Bone. This ain't one of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, Teddy's the official verdict on this. No, maybe next week. All right. We'll wait till you guys get healed up. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. See hole. Very nice of you to do that for us. Let's name that whole day. At Man and Bone 971 on Twitter, text us your stories of Holiso. What? 614. Holiso? Holiso. Okay. 614-787-3093. But right now, maybe you're saying to yourself, my pockets are weighed down. I've got too much cash. I got to lose some of this money. Don't worry. T-Bone's going to help you. Common Man and T-Bone's. Degenerate T-Bone. T-Bone. T-Bone's picks for the weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Choose between virtual or in-person appointments at 200-plus care sites. Providing the finest care anywhere. OhioHealth.com slash finest care. Bone. Well, man, let's uh, start off with a little bit of NBA action for you tonight because the NBA is back from their all-star weekend break. So the Cavs start off hosting Orlando tonight. They are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Now, I am actually a little leery of that line only because Orlando's a playoff team, and the Cavs have been playing excellent so far heading into the break. But as you come out of that, you never know how everybody's going to get restarted. I may not look at the eight-and-a-half points there. Uh, I do think the Cavs will win the game. But I like the idea of this one I found. Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland to each record over four-and-a-half assists. I do think there will be a lot of points in this game. Uh, so I'm going to take the over on that. I'm also going to take the over for Donovan Mitchell on points just in the game at 26 and a half. Another NBA matchup to keep an eye on tonight is the terrible but not as bad of late Detroit Pistons taking on the very good Indiana Pacers. Now, Pistons are getting 11 and a half points on the road. This one is in Indy. You might not have seen this over All-Star Weekend, but uh, Jaden Ivey, who plays for the Pistons, he got drafted one spot ahead of Ben Matherin, who plays for Indianapolis. And in the Rising Stars game, they had a little back and forth, kind of jawing at each other, you know, where Matherin said to Jaden Ivey, you can't guard me, all right, you know, all this other stuff. So I look for Jaden Ivey in this game to try to go off and probably prove something in Indianapolis. He is 18 and a half points as the over-under. I like the over in that one just because a little bit of motivation there coming out of that particular matchup. On to college basketball, Mike, your favorite team in mind, Purdue. Mm-hmm. They are fresh off their loss Losers. to the Ohio State Buckeyes. Now they're back at home, Mackey Arena. They'll be hosting Rutger. And they are, in the first half of this game, they're 14.5-point favorites in the game, but they also offer first-half lines. And Purdue, first-half line is just 8.5 points. Now, if you're not keeping track this year of these two teams at home and on the road, Purdue's record on the at home is great, and Rutgers' record on the road is terrible. Uh, the margin for Purdue at home in the first half on average is 15.3 points that they lead by in their home games at halftime. So when you have eight and a half points, Rutgers doesn't usually start off well. I'd lay the eight and a half points. I think Purdue would cover that fairly easily. Uh, You know, Zach Eady and company, they're going to be mad. So I would go ahead and do that. Uh, And then for Saturday, as you talked about, Mike, the Columbus crew, they are hosting Atlanta in their season opener. Take it to the bank. Yeah? Yeah, three points. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, three points as well. Uh, Kura, minus 160 to get that done. One thing to keep in mind with both these teams, they are the two most possession-based teams as of last year 
in all of Major League Soccer. Atlanta and the crew both had two of the highest possession rates, which means they like the ball a lot, which means they like to put a lot of opportunities on frame. So the over-under, uh, I would go over-under three and a half is available for you at plus 105. I think you could see a 3-1 type of scoreline there. I do think the crew win it, but yeah, I think there could be more than three goals in this game for sure. Uh, of course, one of the guys that I like to score a goal here would be Diego Rossi. Diego Rossi is a talented player, played for LAFC. Crew had him. He had a monster uh, MLS Cup in the last couple games in that playoff run. I think he's poised for a big year this year, so I would take him to be one of your goal scorers in this game. Oh, hello? You going to the game? Uh, no, sadly I'm not. Oh, I've got to coach uh, girls oh, basketball. I've got I've got commitments, so I'm doing. I'm not sad about coaching basketball. I just I can't make it to the game because we've got I've got my own games. You know, you with. talked in that uh, segment about Purdue. Mm-hmm. Their head coach Matt Painter, yep, uh, came in here this past weekend, lost to Ohio State. Sure did. And I assume that when he went home that evening, and his wife climbed on top of him, maybe peepee no worky because he just stressed out. Mm. You know. Is that what you Life think? gets in the way. Age gets in the way. Life. Life gets in the way. Life finds a way, but also gets in the way. Right. You just can't scream at it. No. And say, come on! Let's go! Right. I tried that. Doesn't work. Peepy no worky. Okay. So if you're peepy no worky, go see my friends at Tri-State Men's Health. They're brand new to the Columbus market. If you're thinking, I've gone to these men's clinics before. They're shady. They're in like trailer parks. No. This is in a clean medical facility. They are professionals. They will treat you like professionals, unlike what I'm doing right now. Mm. Talking about Matt Painter and ED. Sure. If he were here, though, he would tell you, peepee no worky. I didn't know he would tell you. That. Zach Eady probably would tell you, peepee no worky. I don't know what he would tell you. Yeah. Hard to say what anybody would tell you. Oh. oh. Hard to say is hard, right. Hard to say. I want you to call my friends at Tri-State Men's Health. Ready? or check them out online tristatemenshealth.com promo code pp-no-worky thank you tell them Timmy Hall sent you nice Timmy was in there was it yesterday or today Timmy I got my weekly shot in the ace yesterday shot in the ace that's right (laughs) it's done did you wear your nice underwear? Oh. Well, I like to pull my pants all the way down around my ankles. <laughs> and then don't. they say, no, no, no. no they, sir, frown, they frown sir. upon that. Because then their pee-pee's no worky. You don't need mental, to. The mental image of Tim just sitting there with a lollipop. I jutted jut out, too. Yeah. You stick like, yeah. ace out hug style, mm-hmm. right? Jut right. way out. And they're like, sir, sir. We necessary. told you last week. You don't have to do it this way. I also picture you're laying face down on their like their table with your pants down around your <laughs> Not ankles. Necessary, like, you can sir. Just stand up. Not it's necessary. Fine. We're good. What would you like me you're to do? Soiling right. the butcher paper. Exactly. Yeah, you don't need the, to do that. The butcher the paper. Butcher. <laughs> they do. You know they know do the use, paper. They, they have butcher there? paper. You're right. Soiling the butcher now, paper. Why is all that paper there? Can't you just Clorox the plastic? I, I don't know what to tell you, homie. No, I don't know if you know this, Timmy. Paper impervious to germs. I don't know. That's just what the medical community's told me. You just put paper down, it's all good. Uh, Adrian Peterson has won a lot of awards in his career. And if you're lucky, you may be able to buy some. But you may have to fight Adrian Peterson. He's going to beat you with a switch. Oh. Oh. And then, peepee no worky. Mm. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan Traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. We've got an accident blocking the right lane on northbound 270 on the east outer belt just after Alum Creek Drive, a 15-minute slowdown. And another accident blocking the right lane on northbound 71 at 270, and that's on the south outer belt. The police are on scene. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's new cravings value menu is a big deal, or rather it's 10 big deals. From new items like the loaded nachos to familiar favorites like the spicy potato soft taco. Check it out at a participating Taco Bell today. Available for a limited time only while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Does excessive amounts of Prozac make your sack droop down to your knees? Asking for a friend. My friend's name is Mike. Back to Droopy Sack and T-Bone. Droopy Sack and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company. I'd like to point out something else that happened today. Okay. I've done a lot of things in my career, Bone. Yeah. I've uh, interviewed the sitting president. Actually, the sitting president requested to be interviewed by me. Mm-hmm. That's true. flex for you. That is real. Um... You know, I've, I've I've hung around dignitaries, sports royalty, all uh, these things. I mean, I was Jim Lachey. Uh, sure, he's, he's sports he's sports royalty. royalty. To me. Yeah, Jim Lachey, Archie Spielman, Kirk Herbstreit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have I've, I've done you've it. Hung, all. You have heard you've hung around Kirk I've, Herbstreit. I've done I've done a lot of things. Um, I got an airborne herpes from Rothman. Yeah, that happened. But I was walking upstairs today in the uh, the office where all our television people live up there, just because that's where the cafe is. Mm-hmm. So I went up to get myself a drink, come upon my uh, friend, Angela Pace. Okay. Long-time television legend, fine human listener of this show. And I said, hello, Angela. And she said, hello, Mike. How's your sack? <laughs> just like that. Yes. How's your sack? And That's I said, great. now I've done it. Now I've done it. All those other things, they were leading me to this moment. Angela Pace in the hallway asking me about my sack. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and I, I said, Droopy, thank you for asking. I've told you it's the most talked about scrode in the city, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yours is most, you've discussed it quite a bit this, well. Oh, I'm disgusting. The last few months, I'm saying you've talked about getting your vasectomy. Uh-huh. You've talked about, just in general, you brought up how droopy it is. Uh-huh. Very droopy. Yeah. So, I mean, the fact that people are so familiar with it shouldn't be a surprise to you, given that you talk about it freely all the time. Well, if I played Major League Baseball, you get a chance to see it live and in person. Because I don't know if you've heard, but Major League players, now that they've gone to spring training, they're not very happy with the new uniforms they are finding in their lockers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fanatics is making the uniforms this year, and the quality has apparently been crap. The graphics are wrong. The names on the back are wrong. And adding to the long list of complaints now is that players say that the pants, while lighter weight, that's good. Light is good. Um, The problem is you can see their dong through the pants. Not just the outline of the dong, but apparently all the details of said dong 
mm-hmm. through the pants. I was looking at a picture. I, I want to say the Guardians maybe tweeted this out, or maybe it was uh, Bally Sports. I got to go find it again. But it was a couple of guards players standing around. <clears throat> Sorry, as I'm got Sorry, phlegm. We're still very phlegmy. I know. How's um, your sec? It's great. Great. They were, they were standing around basically talking to each other with a microphone. It had a Bally Sports microphone on it, so maybe it was from their account. In either case, two players are standing there, and you can clearly see their, their shirts and pants, the shirts tucked in, and then where the belt line is, underneath, you can see like how the shirt just continues to go into their pants, like where it is tucked in, and then you can see a clear outline of where the shirt ends, and then at least one of the players you can tell has like Nike shorts underneath because mm-hmm. you can see dark-colored material and then a white nike swoosh under again they have white pants on and yet you can clearly make out a darker material and then a white swoosh on the material they also appear to be storing a cremini mushroom in their pants <laughs> i mean to each their own i you know i don't know what everybody's got down there i'm just saying these are these are uh yeah there's no way you could wear those pants the home version of these pants without some kind of undergarment like well how about in like the sunshine oh when you're outside or I mean, when, you know, if you're, if it's, if it happens to be like, uh, let's say there's some drizzle, you know, it's not a yes. quite, it's not a full on rain yet, but they're, they're out there playing. I mean, it's just one of those hot, sweaty days, right? Where you got sweat coming from everywhere. Warren like, Sapp is there. What are you going to do? Beating up prostitutes and sweating from the ace. My favorite part of all this though, is how major league baseball and the, the Nike people, cause Nike is saying we designed these things. Yes. He you just did. screamed at prostitutes. He didn't beat them up. I'm sorry. Who? Who was that? Warren Sapp screamed at prostitutes. Oh, that's I think he didn't beat them up. I think that's right. Yeah, that's what's alleged. Anyway, no, he screamed. At okay, him. what that what I'm just saying is Nike is saying we didn't. We're making these. We 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 designed these things. They were tested. All this stuff, but they've subletted the production to Fanatics, which is terrible. Fanatics is the. They are one of the worst things about sports. I hate fanatics. I mean, you, you really hate them. Well, have you ordered anything from Fanatics? I have, and they suck. But I'm just saying, you really hate them. I was reading an article from uh, Drew Maggery, who used to write for Deadspin. Now he writes for a, a newspaper in San Francisco, where he lives. He had written articles about how awful Fanatics was. And he tells the story of how last year, after writing one of these articles about how he ordered a you know something from Fanatics, and it came, and it was just completely not the correct thing, and it was terrible quality and all this stuff. They killed his whole family? No, the fanatics people, he said a couple days went by after my article came out and all of a sudden a black SUV pulled up in front of his house. Someone got out, knocked on his door and said, hi, are you Drew? And he goes, uh, yes. And then shot him in the leg. No. And then said, this is from Michael. I believe the guy who runs fanatics is named Michael something or other. And so it was a, it was like a Jersey. Was it a horse head? No, it was like a Jersey of his favorite team. And it was hand-delivered to say, here's a nice quality jersey for you. Sorry you had a bad experience. He pointed out this article, though. I don't publish my address. How did this guy find out where I lived? How did he know how to get to that's me? That's freaky. Find- yeah. That's creepy, man. They're not a- They're not my guys. Fanatics, not my guys. Now they're going to show up. Well, I'm just telling Fine. you, T-Bone. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, and I'll talk really about it on the severed air. horse head for I'll you. talk about it on the air. I'll let you know how creepy and weird they are. Severed horse head. Mm. Uh, Adrian Peterson. There's going to be an online auction. It's going to sell trophies earned by Adrian Peterson, including his league MVP award. Well, it was assumed by some that Peterson must be hurting financially and desperate for cash. But AP says that's not true. He went on social media, 
posted a video. said, I want to clarify recent rumors and media reports. An estate sale company, without my authorization, included some of my trophies in a sale despite clear instructions to leave personal items untouched. I did not authorize a sale of any of my trophies, and I will be taking legal action. Trusting this company without supervision was my mistake. We allowed them to go into several of our storage units with clear instructions. They clearly did something unlawful. I want to emphasize that I'm financially stable and would never sell off my hard-earned trophies. If I was going to sell them, I know people that I could sell them to. I wouldn't go online and sell my personal items randomly, so let that sink in. Mm. It's concerning that the media outlets did not verify this with my publicist or me because a lot of you guys have my number, but it is what it is. I just wanted to address this and put it in my own words. All right. I mean, that's a pretty strong denial that this is not what's actually happening. So he's saying that he hired a company to go through some of his things and sell off some stuff, but nothing of his personal items. I don't know what other things. Pants. Well, no, 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 no. Shirts. No, he's saying none of my personal items. So what other, whatever things he, this must be not related to like his playing career. There must be other things in his possession, maybe from someone else. That he's like. So he says, yeah, he's he's saying sue this company. Well, he's saying, I don't want them to sell this stuff. I didn't ask them to sell it. I got a stat for you. Okay. Now, look, I am fully aware that the hockey team that we root for, despite a riveting seven to four victory that seven people watched last night Mm -hmm. has gone through some, as Dusty Rhodes would say, hard times, daddy. Yeah, there's some hard times. Uh, but I just saw this stat. Seth Jones. Remember him? Uh, Remember him? Yeah. Uh, he played yesterday night. Yesterday night? Last night. (laughs) Yesterday night. It's a hard day. Yesterday night. Yeah. In his 192nd career Blackhawks game. He's been gone for a while. Oh, yeah. 192 career Blackhawks games. Yeah. How many have the Blackhawks lost out of those 192 games? 170. Jesus. No. (laughs) 131. Okay, still. Really bad. Still. Really bad. That's B-A-double-D. Yeah, man. The Blackhawks. Yesterday night. Blackhawks are gross. They have Connor Bedard and uh, that's not, it. Not much else, including him. He's not much else at this point. Uh, Bill Bell. How much would you pay to hear Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick speak? Him too. Not much for me personally. Nothing, but I don't know. Some people would pay lots of money to hear him because he's Bill Belichick. Well, on Tuesday, Nebraska, the university, mm-hmm. announced that without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Bill Belichick will serve as the guest speaker at its annual X's and O's football clinic. The dates for the clinic are April 5th and 6th. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, I, I get why football people would want to hear him speak. He's I'm one of saying, the greatest football minds of all time. the lecture circuit. I assume he's not doing this for free. No. They're going to pay him. Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, he's, he's going to a coach's clinic, right? That's what this is? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he'll go to tons of those. Like, if, if they want to pay him to do it, I'm sure he'll show up and 
I know this. I know it's cliche, and I'm quite sure he's getting paid to do all this stuff. Bill Belichick does seem to genuinely like care about the game and does genuinely care about passing on stuff to the next generation now that he's not coaching. I'm quite sure he will have no problem going out there and trying to you know, do whatever he can to help pass along some of that knowledge, but I can't imagine it would be a riveting speech. I'm told he's got a great personality. We've never we've, seen we've it in press. We never see it in press conferences. No. By the way, there's a so there's a little Ohio State basketball tidbit popping up here. I saw something from the dispatch. What? Maybe a little bit of info on the uh, the next head coach at Ohio State, oh, okay. for the men's basketball what do we, team. What do we got? This is uh, this is from Adam Jardy, published uh, just a few hours ago today. Ohio State is engaged in preliminary conversations with Florida Atlantic coach Dusty May for its men's basketball coaching job, sources told the dispatch. I mean, that would be a significant development if that's... Timmy's I assume you're, not, I'd assume you're not getting into preliminary conversations. Timmy? If D- you're not interested. Dusty May? Does yeah. that strike your fancy? Um, I like Dusty May. I, I want it to start a little bit bigger than that. If I were to take Sean Miller and take a look at what his resume is, he doesn't have the final four, but also just because Dusty May went to the final four in a hot year at FAU, it also doesn't mean that that's just going to fall from the rafters. Like I give him credit for what he's built there and they're having a good season again, but I, I would rather that's about start as bigger. politically correct as Tim's going to get when he says, no, I don't want Dusty May. <laughs> well, that's what that means. I don't means. hate Dusty May. I hate, I don't hate him. Do you want him to be the head coach of the Buckeyes? I'd rather we get a bigger guy. Okay. If That's we can't, say. if we can't, so just say he sucks. I don't want to down talk the to line him. to him. Then so be it. He sucks. He doesn't. He doesn't suck. He got a team to the Final Four. Dusty. He, he got Florida Atlantic to the Final Four. But here's. I understand what your point is, Timmy. Which is he's not as big of a name as you. You would think you would go for a much bigger name than that. Can I ask you this though? It's got nothing to do about we, we name. Take a break. It's just. Yeah. Stick around, stick around for the next segment. All right, all right. We'll talk about that. And also, the stadium series sucked. Nobody cared. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Check out the podcast of this dumb show. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click. Subscribe. Click. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. All right, so before we get to uh, stadium series stuff, we had it this weekend with the two New York teams. Hmm. There are rumblings that Ohio State has been in contact with Florida Atlantic head coach Dusty May. Yeah, If you remember, Florida Atlantic went to the Final Four last season. He has never been a head coach anywhere else. He was an assistant at Florida before he took the Florida Atlantic job. This year so far, they're 20-6, and six, and I assume they'll be going to another NCAA tournament, although last year was his first trip to the NCAA tournament. They went to the Final Four. Uh, Timmy Hall is here because he knows everything yeah, that we'd yeah. like to know about college basketball. Let's jump back into that. You are not, you don't seem thrilled with Dusty May. I want to I wanna be... Uh perfectly upfront about that not doing anything not jokes aside if there's a way where this search ends with dusty may where i'm cool with that or i could be happy with that it's the different kind of hire you look at him he's 121 and 66 you mentioned where he was an assistant 
And the thing that's special about what he's done at FAU is that no one had ever taken them to the NCAA tournament. Right, so right. he does that and goes to the Final Four. My point being is with this hiring of Ross Bjork and what's he heralded for doing? Like when you look at his past and there's some things that are checkered in his past, which was brought up a lot when he was the new AD hire, but he is about fundraising and throwing weight around like Bone likes to have six foot four women throw him around up against the wall, right? He likes to throw the cash around. Mm. So I'm thinking... At first, and when Jardy reports about this preliminary conversations with Dusty May, what exactly does that entail? The university's still in the early stages of the search. Does that mean he's their number one? That's all I'm saying. I would be a little perplexed if they centered on him as the number one option. Now, if you exhaust other candidates and it gets to Dusty, I could be really happy about that. Like, I was ultimately happy when they hired Chris Holtman, an up-and-comer who had three straight tournament appearances and a Sweet 16 in the third one at a basketball-rich school. But I just think of a guy like Sean Miller, who's a logical candidate. You might point to the cheating and all that. Okay, there's a lot of guys with stuff in their past, but producing at a place like Arizona, a blue blood, he's done everything but the trip to the Final Four. Championships, Sweet 16s, Elite 8s, lots of consistency, great bench coach, proven guy, proven commodity. Yeah, I mean, the Dusty May thing, I've wondered if, because his name's popped up right from the beginning, and obviously people are excited about what he did a couple years ago getting FA or last year. Last right? last year. Yeah, they last went year, through Columbus, yeah. too. That right, was the yeah, game yeah. right after yeah. Purdue and Fairleigh right. Dickinson. That's right. right yeah. after yeah. Fairleigh Dickinson. Fairleigh right. Dickinson. But that, the thing I wonder is if that's not in some ways a, hey, Indiana, you're going to fire your coach, too, aren't you? Well, too bad you can't get the guy who is an Indiana guy. Yeah, he's an Indiana guy. Does student manage. manager, right? Yeah. yeah he, he went he, to Indiana yeah. and he was, he was student manager under Bob Knight. And then right. I think was an assistant when Mike Davis was there. Was he? I don't know if he was. I think so. Okay. Well, in either case, the point being, he's a guy that I'm sure that if Indiana is looking for a head coach too, this could be like that Archie Miller situation we had last time this happened when both schools were looking for a head coach. It was roles reversed. Indiana fired their guy midway through. That was, um, why am I blanking on it? Tom Crean. Tom Crean, right. They got rid of Tom Crean. Woodson wouldn't get canned in year two, right? I don't know. I don't know if they're if they decide to move on from him. Is it only year two with him? It's only year two. Well, that's a little fast for how yeah, things move. Fast. And things do move faster now, but that's a little fast. Well, if they're wanting to get, I mean, again, I don't know how much of a desire there is to get a guy like that. But yeah, but it, these NBA. This is another example, though, of an NBA guy coming in and not doing a great job so far in college. There, right? I mean, I, I'm I am worried about. Mike Woodson, like, you're talking Mike about. Mike Woodson, right. Yeah. Like, I'm worried about the people who are instantly just like, we got to get Chris Jen or we got to get, as much as I like Scooney Penn, like, those are interesting names. But for me, I want to see an established college basketball coach who's at least gotten a team to a higher level in college basketball. And Dusty May would qualify. But to your point, Sean Miller would be someone do, who's done that more often. Do you have a dream type of name for the type of guy where you would want to see them start with? And if it doesn't happen, so be it. But a name well, that you want to start you've with. You've mentioned him about five times. We know your guy's Sean Miller. No, I'm asking yeah. you. I mean, you're just like, oh, Sean Miller. Oh, I love you, Sean. I love you, Sean Miller. No, I mean, that's the thing. Like Dylan McDermott. Yeah. Again, a guy like Shaka Smart would be awesome to have, but I don't know that Shaka Smart is leaving that job. I don't know that he's leaving any job. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not asking that. You can't control that. Yeah. But so Shaka Smart. I yeah. like him too. I'm like back Shaka. on the Shaka bandwagon. Yeah. Yeah. Timmy, what do you think about Bruce Pearl? I love it. I love it. 
I think that happened. I think, you know, he paid his price, you know, with what happened. I believe Aaron Kraft was part of that's right. Was, what got him in trouble. Reason, Backyard barbecue in Tennessee. Aaron Kraft wound up here. Aaron Kraft, by the way, your favorite player of all time. All time, yeah. I mean, you love him. Uh, was because of that uh, illegal, air quotes, illegal Which barbecue. Like nothing in that this That Bruce Pearl had at Tennessee. Maybe some text messages when you can or some recruiting violations, but whatever. There's a lot with a lot of guys. I just look at what kind of basketball coach are you? Great bench coach. Can you lead a team? Are you passionate about it? He's in it? his 60s, though. Does that bother you? No, not yeah. really, because he seems young. The way his style is, he seems young and... To, to go to a place like Auburn, I also think that's a football first place, tough conference to win, and he's done very well there. Also a Final Four appearance. How do you feel about Greg McDermott? Like he said, Dylan McDermott? Dylan McDermott from the yeah. practice. Very solid. You see how they just smacked around UConn this game. week? Well, the thing I find interesting about Creighton is obviously it's not the same type of, <laughs> they don't have a football program that rivals Ohio State. That's no. the biggest thing on campus. Yep. But that is a guy who does often coach in a building that has 18,000 seats in it, and is not like... That's a cavernous arena that they play in that uh whatever their arena is out there in Omaha. Like it's it, they play in they play some bigger games out there and have quite a bit of you know like a huge arena that they have to fill all the time. Right. I don't think that would be like daunting to him to come play in a pro style arena that's like oh no. it's not no. like this traditional barn where you have 7000 people without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's crazy. That's, that's not something that he's going to be challenged by. All right. Thank you, Timmy. Boys. Stadium Series this past weekend was is Sunday, right? Uh, Saturday and Sunday, but the, the game on Sunday is what I have some numbers for here. Okay, give me the numbers. So this is Rangers Islanders. It was on ABC, uh-huh. and it was being it's being touted as one of the largest hockey game viewing audience this season, surpassing Connor Bedard's debut on opening night when Blackhawks and Penguins had that game was 1.43 million people watching it. Uh, this viewership for Rangers Islanders on Sunday on ABC was 1.57 million people. Um, that is a similar viewership to a season opening XFL game in the same window last year, but it had 1.57 million people and a Georgia, South Carolina women's college basketball game that also had uh, roughly the same amount. So I looked at this and was curious because that is one of the premier games of, you know, hockey this time around, it's obviously not, right. a, playoff it's not a playoff game. game. Stadium series, that's going to be your your biggest eyeball game. Yeah, or I mean the Winter Classic, but even that didn't. Well, the Winter stadium, Classic, right? That's what I mean. Winter Classic didn't draw this number, and this is Rangers Islanders. Three other things beat that on Sunday, and, just on Sunday. Yeah, just on Sunday. Uh, one of them was the final round of the PGA Tour at Riviera, which Genesis Open. Genesis Open that got three point two five million on CBS. I Which, assume that Ohio State Purdue probably beat it, right? Ohio State Purdue did beat it at I'm trying to find the exact number for that one. It's escaping me here. But the uh the other thing that topped it was the NBA All Star game. Got over five million viewers. A game that everybody said sucked. Like I'm just I'm surprised for the NHL for all the attention that, that that stadium series gets. This is what the viewership for it is. This was a good number for them, by the way. They were not mad about yeah, this number. Yeah. They're happy with it. 
And that is all with the Daytona 500 being rained out, so there was less competition. Name that hole coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You'll find an accident blocking the right shoulder on southbound 270 on the east outer belt between 70 and 33. Police are on scene there, causing a couple-minute delay. And there's a five-minute slowdown on eastbound 161 between 270 Northeast and New Albany Road. This report is sponsored by Take 5 Oil Change. At Take 5, they're faster than you think. That means they'll change your oil and get you back on the road in less time than it takes to get over from the express lane to the exit ramp. Just sit back and relax while their fast-friendly team does all the work. Take 5. The stay in your car, 10-minute oil change. I'm Nicole for 97.1, The Fan Traffic. Common Man and T-Bone present Name That Hole. You know, I saw this one today on Reddit. Okay. This is a new one. And I think it's tricky. All right. I'll read it to you. I'm ready for this. Uh, This woman said, I don't know if I'm being the D word or not. Okay. My husband passed away. Two years ago, he had cancer and decided not to fight it. He passed away, and it's been rough for all my kids. They're all adults. The oldest is 31. The youngest is 25. I still live in the home my husband and I shared. I've been slowly getting rid of things, and I've asked the kids multiple times that if they want something, they need to get it. Nothing. Every time, they never take anything. Mm -hmm. I've decided to have a yard sale. And what doesn't sell, I'll be putting on Facebook Marketplace and other platforms. I'm tired of looking at my dead husband's stuff day in and day out. It's depressing. It's like living with a ghost. Mm. I went over to my son's to print out some flyers since my printer wasn't working. This is when I informed him I'm selling as much as possible. He got upset for selling dad's stuff. The rest of the kids were informed. They were also upset. I told them if they want some of his stuff, then buy it at the yard sale. Oh, they had two years to grab stuff. One called me the D word. And now I'm doubting myself on this. She said, edit. I don't care about the money. They could give me a penny. What I care about is that they're serious about taking it. And it doesn't come back to my home. Hmm. I don't want them to take boxes. And then a few months later, it's back at my house. Now, this is tough. I mean, yeah, I think... Everybody's grieving in their own way, right? The mom is grieving by saying, I've lived with this man for a long time. We had a long, healthy relationship, it sounds like. And now that time has ended. And I've lived with this stuff for an extra couple of years. I just want to, I want to move on with my life. Yes. As they, long as she has been clear to them, please take things you want. Yeah. Because I'm going to get rid of this stuff. If you want it, take it. And every single time they come over, they don't take anything. But the other part of that is the kids are also grieving in their own way. And they're probably like, yeah, I do want to get dad's stuff. But I'm also not emotionally there enough to take it off your hands right now. Because I'm also grieving in my right. own That's way. That's why I'm saying this is a misunderstanding. And my verdict is no hole. There's no holes Teddy. anywhere there. Yeah. yeah no holes there. No hole. Uh, This one from Ryan, who says, who's the hole? I witnessed a car accident. Four cars ahead of me also saw it, and they all pulled over. I thought, why should I stop? There are four others. As I sped off, I saw a guy shaking his fist and mad at me for not stopping. I mean, I have some questions here. So if I'm on the road and I see someone get in a car accident, I got to pull over and stop? Were you part of the accident? No, no, no. He said, I witnessed a car accident. Four cars ahead of me also saw it and they all pulled over okay 
And he said, then I saw there were four other people there waiting to. So what does he need to pull over for? I don't know. I say That's no what hole. I mean, well, I, he could be like a witness to the accident. But, that, he, but he said to, other people pulled over. Yeah, I'm just saying, how many people yeah. do you have to, if four other people are like there. Like the whole highway needs to pull over? Well, no, but if you see an accident, then it's sort of your job to tell the cops, you know, your story of what happened yeah, so I, they could all. In, Teddy, we grew yeah. up in different neighborhoods. In my neighborhood, we don't tell anybody I, anything. I, just, I didn't I see what, I wasn't there. <laughs> I'm I didn't driving. see it. I don't know yeah. anything. If you didn't see anything, then you could just keep going. So you're saying this guy's a hole for not stopping? No, I'm saying I don't know if he is or not because yeah, I would have to if, know, like I mean again if if all four cars were in a row and then like someone jumped over his car and those four cars and what the, is this Fast and Furious? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like unless it's some ridiculous thing where it's like we have to establish how many cars were left over or something yeah. in this accident. I mean, if there's enough people there, I I don't know. If no hole. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. What do you got, Teddy? All right, I saw this. Uh, there's a couple, and they're into playing video games. They're playing Call of Duty, so they're playing together, sort of on a team. And the guy, you know, he's more sort of expert at this, and the female's more of a novice. But so they're starting the game, and she's trying to get all of her gear set and ready, and trying to say, you know, just sort of memorize the buttons and everything on the controller, and seeing everything that you need to do to all get right. ready to go into the game, right? right. And while she's doing this. Her husband, he's just bored, and he's like, you know, we got to go, we got to go, and let's go. And she just keeps practicing and playing, or sort of getting her stuff together. And then he decides, in the game, of course, in the game, he shoots and kills her. <laughs> because he just wants to be done he with wants to be all done the with, nonsense? Yes, yeah. with all the discussion. Yes, yeah, right. so he wants to move on and play the game, and she's just, you know, trying to learn and get her stuff ready to go, and he shoots and kills her. So she's very upset about this. What are you doing that for? You know, why are you shooting me? Mm. I mean, it's comical. <laughs> it's a bit but, of a. I mean, he's still a he's still a hole. Though. He's, me, an, he's an a hole. Let I me think. ask you because, like the video game equivalent, obviously that's a, that's a fairly violent thing, but it's a video game. Yes. The real life equivalent of that is just getting up in the middle of a conversation and just walking out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The room while your spouse <laughs> is talking to you, that does make you like a low-grade a-hole. I feel like, yeah, you're yeah, an I, a-hole. I think, I think you're for an a-hole. For that move. I, I agree with that, yeah, low-grade. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like that's yeah. yeah, that's a bit of an angle. Yeah. There. All right. Well, that's all I've got. I had one on the phone. Did what you? happened to oh, it? Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, whole Thursday. Whole. Th- <laughs> <laughs> I oh, deliver. I deliver snacks for a living. Okay. Several of my locations are sheets. Hmm. As I come in today, the doors are blocked by a soda rack. Once I'm inside, I found the manager on duty who wasn't aware it was blocking the door. I said, maybe this is a fire code violation. And he was saying, I don't know about that, but he moved the rack. Maybe I'm a slight a-hole for acting like a Karen, but I think whomever decided to block the doors was a... What is... I don't know what that means. I don't know either. Was a hole of some sort. Okay. And then he photo attached it. All right. See, here's the attached photo. Oh, what's it look like? I'm not... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know what he's talking about. So that's like when you go into some gas stations and they just have 
like a rack of two liters or something. This is on wheels, and he had it in front of doors. It is flush up against the door. No, that's not good. I've I know. I say you're you're doing your job. Yeah, you're. Yeah, that's that's absolutely you're a not problem. a hole. He's, you're, he's not a hole for bringing that up. Yeah, if like, anything, I think the manager's a hole. A hole. Oh yeah. As someone who's gone to plenty of Sheets gas stations, I would absolutely just have knocked that thing over because I'd go through those doors all the time. I wouldn't even have thought about it. Uh, all right. Here's my last one for you. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Um, an individual who does not like mayonnaise continues to go to the same damn sandwich place <laughs> and order a sandwich but not specify that he doesn't want mayonnaise on it, even though they know, he knows they put mayonnaise on pretty much every single sandwich they make. Mm-hmm. Who's the hole? You know what? Tim Hall. Yeah. See hole. I will say, Timmy, can I ask? I didn't get to ask you this yesterday about that situation. Is your desire to not specify I don't want mayo? Is it because of a principle of you don't think mayo should be on an Italian sub? Or no, is I, it, I truly thought that that was a okay. sandwich that didn't have okay. mayo on okay. it. So I didn't want to be redundant. And yeah. yes, the update, I should have read. The, there's an update to the menu. We're off to the side. What Jen told us, it starts with a base of mayo on all sandwiches. Every, all their sandwiches, I think, come now, with like mayo, lettuce, tomato. That yes. also is wrong, as Dom was yapping about it all day. He he kept saying how much he loved yesterday and all the mayo talk, too. No Italian sandwich should have mayo on it. That's just not right. So I guess I'll just make sure to specify going forward. No, no, no. You, I, and, you and Dom are on the same team. I just want to point that out. Well, Timmy, what Rough. I will... Yeah. Can I tell you? One time. I do appreciate the idea of not wanting to be a Karen... When you go into a place and be like, now, excuse me, do you know I don't want mayo, right? And Just they're say like, no mayo. I wouldn't we say it like it. that. We got yeah. it. No, but I, I understand your desire was to like, I don't want to presume that you're not going to do this the way I want it. Yeah. I looked at this board. I assume it's right. I'm not going to assume that you're going to put mayo yeah, on so it. So instead, going back and having well, them remake it? Well, that was on me. That was, was on a, me. I, I know, wasn't but complaining it was about going back. It was back. a misunderstanding. I chose to do it. Yeah. And I'm not the, the woman at the McDonald's asking if this is grass-fed beef. <laughs> Oh, is that? that was a, I, I've witnessed that. Yeah. It's wild to see. I'm just saying, you're on your way. Am I? You saw your future down here. His oh, name is Sweet no. Lou. Yeah, Sweet Lou. You and Sweet Lou have to have a podcast called "Let Me See the Manager." No, Sweet Lou. Sweet <laughs> Lou. Sweet Lou and my dad need to go to dinner together. Back page coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Watch out for an accident involving a semi blocking the left lane of the southbound 270 west outer belt ramp to I-70. And a five-minute delay on eastbound 670 between 315 and 270. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride with the parts you need for the prices you want. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Nicole for now. 97.1, the fan traffic. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Oh, my Dusty May lovers. You know, I've been having so much fun today. For most of the day, I've forgotten that there's a Buckeye men's basketball game today. And a women's game. You're going to have fun tonight because I am guaranteeing Bank? A Buckeye victory. I like it. Take it to the bank. I like it. Actually, my daughter has guaranteed it. It's that her birthday prediction. today. And she said, there's no way they're going to lose on my birthday. And I said, you are aware. You are aware. They, they have not run, won a road game in like 14 months, honey. 
She says, doesn't matter. They wouldn't do that to me on my birthday. They would not lose. Happy birthday, Samantha. So she has declared victory tonight. What's the birthday meal? Cheap. Uh, I got the only seven-year-old in the world whose last meal would be sushi. And so I have to pick up sushi on the way home, which means it'll cost me $100. Yeah, that is, I would say that's a rare thing. You're, you're, Samantha's not even turned 10 yet, and she's, yeah, she's seven. And she, she loves sushi. Yeah. All kinds, too, not just the cooked stuff. She'll eat the straight raw, up raw fish raw stuff on there. What's her favorite? What, does she like one of the crunch rolls, or she got a favorite kind of sushi? Probably just a, like a tuna, straight tuna, like a nigri roll. Is that what we call it? I'm not sure exactly. Is it, does she do the spicy at all? Yeah, she will. Yeah. She'll do that. Very good. Puts the pickled ginger on there and the wasabi. That's good. I like, I like sushi, but my problem with sushi is that it's so damn expensive. And then afterwards, I'm like, hey, that was good. Now let's go to Wendy's. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm, I'm still I'm hungry. hungry. <laughs> I need more. Yeah. I'm, I, our family, we have tried. I, I love sushi, but no one else in the family likes it. So I have the luxury of whenever I want sushi, I can just go get enough for me. And mm-hmm. then that's it. Well, Get like at least it's not going to cost you a hundred dollars. That's what I mean, right? I'm saying I can just enjoy the sushi, get what I want, and then that's it. Have All you right. been to the? Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, have you been to the spot that's right up on in Upper Arlington, Akai Hana? That place is no, fantastic. No, that no. place is fantastic. I've heard good things. Yeah, I've not really been good. And you can you can order so much, and they've got good fried chicken there as well. So usually they have fried we, chicken. Yeah, they've got some some fried like chicken tem- in like there. Tempura fried. They. They, I think they're in finger form. It's been a while. It's been at least a year. I think they're chicken fingers. There's, they not do it the right way. Finger fin- form. Finger form. Finger form. <laughs> Creeps me. Yeah. No, don't show me your fingers and then say that. You disgusting pig. Mike, how's, how's your finger form, huh? Is it good? Finger form. Finger Ooh. form. Favorite 90s rock band. Finger 11. There you go. Real band. I don't know them. You, know, you know Finger 11. 11. No, you no, know Finger, finger 11. 11. Not 90s, Isn't though. that the... Uh, I like the way you move. Isn't oh, that finger 11? I, I do know what you were humming there. Yeah. <laughs> Paralyzer. <laughs> Paralyzer, yeah. Paralyzer. That's right. This one. <laughs> finger 11, baby. Yeah, I, pretty much, I pretty much nailed it. I mean, I'm a good mouth hummer. What can it's I say? Good. No, I didn't know what they're. I didn't know what they were called. Didn't now you know do. that. I right, was coming up on the Buckeye Show tonight. Uh, one hour show tonight, leading into some Buckeye basketball coverage at seven o'clock. So we'll throw it right up to warm up. So you get an hour and fifteen of me going into hoops. There's a particular player on the football team that I think is going to be one of the most talked about this spring. I want to see if Dave Biddle agrees with me because he's co-hosting tonight. A lot of college football, too. we got a game coming up at Wrigley Field. We've got some uh, odds that are out for the Buckeye football season, so we'll do a lot, some hoops talk as well. Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, I feel bad for the person in this story because sadly they passed away. But I just want to remind people there's a reason why they have rules about this stuff. Um, Colorado man died after being bit by one of his pets. What were his pets? Uh, He had two pet Gila monsters. Christopher Ward, 34 years old, of Lakewood, Colorado, apparently was found by his girlfriend in his house when he had gone in to work with one of the lizards. Apparently it bit him on the hand. 
Gila monsters are poisonous. This man had this these two poisonous lizards. Apparently, they were not allowed in the city where he had them, but he had them illegally. One of them bit him in the hand. He began exhibiting symptoms of the poison, including vomiting, passed out. Eventually, he sadly passed away from the issue. His wife, his girlfriend did not know they were illegal. She then told police officers, please get these out of the house, and they did. Uh, yeah, that's a sad story. Don't get lizards that are poisonous, I put saw, them in your house, I saw and then a story get bit by them. About a dude in India. He was at the zoo, their local zoo, and he was what they say, they think clearly intoxicated. Okay. okay? Yeah. He decided, I'm going to jump the fence in the lion enclosure. Oh, 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 great oh, idea. So oh, I no. can get a selfie oh, no. with the lion. Oh, no, 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 no. Right? So no, he no, jumps the no. fence. People are trying to pull him back in, and they're yelling at him. What? Don't do this, dude. He ignores them completely. Mm. He jumps into the lion enclosure and shockingly gets mauled to death yeah. Oh, yeah. within no. minutes with this yeah. lion. But they were saying how they were try- they were shooting the lion with rubber bullets and trying to get the lion to go away. If he willingly jumped in, you let the lion <laughs> yeah. finish oh, its no. meal. So they d- that's good. They didn't like Harambe. They had to shoot him, right? Well, they were shooting him with rubber bullets and stuff. The lion yeah. was not deterred. He was going to eat this guy. But the Harambe thing was different because I think a child fell in. That's well, the enclosure. They yeah, actually right. shot him. Right. This they is a shot dude who death. knew exactly what the hell he was doing. Right. He, no. made, he made his choice. I mean, I'm with you. You don't shoot the lion to death. He's minding his own business. He's in the sure. zoo already. He's in yeah. captive. That's right. Uh, and Beyonce's Texas Hold'em single has debuted at number one on Billboard's Hot Country Music Chart. Hot. Because that is a country song. And so, you, have you heard the song? Uh, yeah. Is it a country song for real? Yeah, it's a country song. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it definitely has elements of, you know, all of her music. But, yeah, it is 100% a country music song. Okay. Let her live. You like it? Yeah, it's good. Did a good job with it. My Thank gal, you. Beyonce. Thank you, Bo. Let her go. Mm-hmm. Uh, guaranteed victory tonight. If it doesn't come true, blame my daughter. That's right. Buckeyes will get their first road win in about 14 months tonight. If you want to listen to it here on The Fan, 8 o'clock is when the tip-off is. Coverage starts shortly after 7. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Watch out for an accident blocking the right lane on southbound 71 on the north side after East Broad Street. And expect a 15-minute slowdown if you're on eastbound 70 on the east side between James Road and 256. And a small delay on eastbound 70 downtown between the 71 West Split and Livingston Avenue. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same low down payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. It's a fan action update. This action update is brought to you by ESPN Bet. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. With Major League Baseball starting next month, let's look at the odds for the Ohio teams to make the playoffs. The Cleveland Guardians are plus 240 to make the playoffs, according to ESPN Bet, and minus 285 to miss the playoffs. The Reds are plus 150 to make the playoffs, minus 190 to miss. For your ESPN Bet action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Sports.
Good evening. I'm pretty well. Starting with college basketball, the high state men and women are both in action out on the road tonight. The OSU men will face Minnesota and Minneapolis. Tip-off is at 8 o'clock. Timmy Hall in the warm-up show gets you ready for that one starting at 7. The Buckeyes are looking to improve to 2-0 under Jake Diebler. Meanwhile, the second-ranked Ohio State women are in State College tonight for a matchup against Penn State. That game is set to tip-off right about now. Matt Andrews has the call over on ESPN Columbus. The Buckeye women have won 12 games in a row, and they sit atop the Big Ten standings at 13-1 in league play. And the NBA is back in action tonight following their all-star break. The Cavaliers begin the second half of their season tonight, hosting the Orlando Magic. Tip-off is about an hour away at 7 o'clock. Cleveland enters this one at 36-17 and 17 overall, and they're in second place in the East standings, only behind the Celtics. This update is sponsored by BMI Federal Credit Union. Earn a $200 cash bonus when you open a new free checking account at BMI. Visit BMIFCU.org slash free. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.